We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This is the Buckeye Roundtable Show. Presented by Buyers Auto on the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Brought to you statewide by the American Dairy Association Mideast and Cova Insurance and by Papa John's. Now along with former OSU All-American Jim Lachey and the voice of the Buckeyes, Paul Keels, here's your host, Skip Mossick. And welcome everybody into another edition of Buckeye Roundtable following Ohio State's 76-5 win over Miami on Saturday. Big game at Nebraska coming up this week. We'll break it all down with Former OSU All-American Jim Lachey. Great to see you as always, Jim. You too, Skipper. Hall of Fame broadcaster and voice of the Buckeyes, Paul Keels. Looking great as always. Two minutes, 40 seconds left, but still here. Hall of Fame head coach, former OSU head coach, John Cooper. Always great to see you, Coach Cooper. How are you? Thanks for having me. Always have a good time with you. Coach Cooper, when, when you beat a team by more than 70... How much do you break down the game, or do you just kind of move on and game prep for the following week? You go, you go in Saturday morning and br- briefly look at that, or Sunday morning, briefly look at that Saturday's game and, and file it away. You don't even show it to your team you, because you, there's, not, <laughs> not, there's not much you're going to gain. You, I t- I, you, you get ready. I'm sure we're getting ready for, for Nebraska right now. In your tenure here, there was Rice. 
There was uh, no, uh, Rice the, and Pitt. The, the Pitt. And those are the big ones I remember. Was Were there any more in your career those that you are, recall? Those are two bad teams. Those <laughs> are two bad teams. And we were pretty good. Pretty good yeah, Ohio yeah. State team. Paul, a couple of eyebrows were raised and Miami jumped out to that 5 nothing lead. But, uh, boy, Ohio State answered big time. Do you ever recall a second quarter like we saw from Ohio State? No, not at any team, any place, anywhere. And, uh, you know, for this team to just get on a strike and roll like that was amazing to see. But, you know, when I got down 5 nothing, uh, you, you saw the benefit of Miami. And Ohio State has benefited from it. A great yeah. punt getting pinned down. But, you know, there was a lot of time left. Lachey, uh, we knew that Miami was going to be overmatched. Uh, we, we probably knew they would be. We talked about it before the game, about players staying focused. After getting into the early hole like we saw, how much credit do you give Ryan Day and the staff for getting things back on track so quickly and just really just steamrolling it from there? Yeah, no, they did take it over after that, and that, that was a good sign to see. And, and this team really hasn't faced any adversity. I don't know if they've even really trailed it at any that point. That was the first time. Yeah, yeah. so, I mean, it, it, not a bad thing. A safety, you don't expect that, but that's a, a great situation. You're down, you're backed up on your one-yard line. That's the hardest part for an offense to be. You know, now you're at home, so that does help. You're not on the road. But, you know, I think that first down play kind of dictated that second down call because when they got kind of stuffed on the first down call, he said, okay, we got to we got to loosen them up a little bit here and tried to hit them with the pass. And, Unfortunately, uh, J.K. just took a tough angle, you yeah. know, trying to stop that. And, and good, he's an excellent blocker. That one, he gave up a little pressure, and the guy was able to knock the ball out. So they had some adversity, had to gather, you know, and I, I don't think anybody was deep down scared that they're going to lose the game at that point. But it, it did give them that feeling, okay, we just can't roll our helmets out here. you got to go out there and play. And they did, and obviously J.K. Dobbins, uh, a few minutes sure. later, gets a 26-yard TD, and that was the last time they trailed. Yep, I don't, I don't think I've ever seen a team dominate hmm. a game as as much as we did the, the last three quarters. 531 yards to 17. It hmm. was uh, it was dominating, no doubt. As a coach, I know you practice every feasible game scenario as far as situation that you're going to occur, and you try to work them all in. How often do you practice being down on your own one-yard line and you're backed up against your end zone well, like that? You, yeah, you practice on that daily. Do you? you daily? Yeah, you got to have a, a, Coming out, call yep. a, t- a tight punt. You, 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 you don't you don't split out. You you keep them intact because you can only snap the ball what ten eleven yards. You you work on it every day. You better. Coming up Saturday, the Buckeyes are at Nebraska. We'll be on the air with the AEP Energy Buckeye pregame show beginning at six p.m. Up next, we'll hit our sixty second timeout as tonight's Buckeye Roundtable show continues. This is Buckeye Roundtable. Presented by Byers Auto on the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Here's to the ones who put in the work. The no days off rise and grind warriors who live by the oath of my body is my temple. And when their temple needs to rebuild after a long workout, athletes of all types choose low-fat chocolate milk. It's delicious and contains the right mix of protein and carbs to help refuel exhausted muscles. Chocolate milk turns Motivation Monday into Flex Friday. Crush your goals with the help of a real recovery drink. Try it for yourself. Built with Chocolate Milk is brought to you by the American Dairy Association Mideast, a proud sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. And now, Archie Griffin, football's only two-time Heisman Trophy winner, to tell you about Encova Insurance. Together, Motorist Insurance Group and Brick Street Insurance are now Encova Insurance. Much like in athletics, Encova relies on teamwork, accountability, and dedication to execute a successful game plan. Your independent Encova Insurance agent can create a personalized solution for all your insurance needs. With smart digital solutions, superior financial strength, 
local expertise, and more. And COPA provides a full range of products to encircle businesses and individuals with coverage at every step in life's journey. They remain dedicated to progress and continue to strive to be the most trusted and responsive provider of industry-leading solutions. Hard work and passion are critical components of any winning team. Count on Encova Insurance as your local team to provide peace of mind. Contact your independent Encova Insurance agent or visit Encova.com for more information. We're back in Ohio Stadium where Myers Auto is inexplicably taking on the Ohio State Buckeyes again. I don't know who asked for this, Paul. There's not even anyone in the stand. It's a veritable ghost town out there as Byers Auto vice quarterback George Kaufman takes his snap. Oh. And is immediately hit by no less than three defensive linemen. I think I caught one of his teeth all the way up in the press box. I said it before and I'll say it again. It's a good thing he's good at selling cars because he's terrible at playing football. Buy your auto from Buyers Auto. Visit BuyersAuto.com. Big Lots wants to help you live big and save lots this fall. So right now, you can enter for a chance to win four tickets to one of Ohio State's home football games. To enter, just go to biglots.com OSU. Big Lots is a proud sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. No purchase necessary. Open to Ohio residents 18 and up. Sweepstakes starts August 19th, 2019 and ends November 11th, 2019. For official rules, go to biglots.com OSU. Void where prohibited. Sponsored by Big Lots. Ohio State fans, cheer on your Buckeyes all season long when you shop at Giant Eagle. Score throughout the store with your favorite Buckeyes gear, thousands of weekly sales, double coupons, and the new Fuel Perks Plus, where you get more perks, more places, and more savings. Before your game day party, be sure to load up on snacks, grab some prepared food to go, and pick up a delicious Buckeye cake or treat from our bakery for dessert. Go Buckeyes to Giant Eagle, proud sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. Ohio Sports Destination. This is the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Welcome back, everyone, into tonight's Buckeye Roundtable show presented by Byers Auto with Jim Lachey, Paul Keels, Coach John Cooper. I'm Skip Mossick. Papa John's wants you to buck up and help beat cancer. Use the promo code BUCKUP at PapaJohns.com to save $2 on any order over 20 bucks. And your locally owned Papa John's will donate a dollar to the James at Ohio State. Buck up and beat cancer. Time now for our 60-second timeout. Buckeye Roundtable. 60-second timeout. 76 to 5. Ohio State beats Miami on Saturday. Buckeyes rack, racked up 601 yards. 31st downs en route to that 76-point total. Coach Cooper, we'll start with you. Who impressed you the most on Saturday on the offensive side of the ball and why? Uh, Offensive side of the ball, uh, Justin Fields, quarterback. I mean, he's doing everything right. He's You know, we're not not throwing a lot of uh, hitches and and quick passes. We're throwing the ball down the field. And the other thing you got to do now, you got to account for him in the running game. So many guys on that stat line, Paul. I mean, it's hard to pick somebody out as far as who was a bat. Yeah, and and like Jim always talks about, the quarterback has his hands on the ball all the time, so it's hard not to think about that. But, you know, probably just what Coach was saying, here's the big difference. Teams have to be worried about him running the football, and that's made a big difference. But also just the composure he seems to exhibit out there. Lachey? I, I agree with both you guys, uh, but guy that keeps spotting to me is Chris Olave. Every game, is, he steps up and makes some big time plays that there's not many guys can make, and 
This is now what going back to the, the Big Ten, uh, the Michigan game, yeah. and probably the Maryland game too. So I mean, he's had a history, nice little history here, of stepping out and making some big plays. And you know, he did it to get in the game. He, uh, you know, he got wide open again. Again, that was a max pro situation. So he's been a guy that has really come on these last couple, uh, you know, these last couple weeks or games this year, and obviously on the last year, he's really shown a growth. And you know, credit to Brian Hartline and the staff for getting him here. Uh, there's a lot of great quarterbacks around the country, Skip, mm-hmm. but I don't think that I don't I don't know of any of them except Justin that has not thrown an interception yet. Great zero set. interception, hadn't turned the ball over yet. I don't think that's yeah, that, that's positive. Yeah. Got to keep that going, absolutely. Defensively, Ohio State holds Miami to 130 yards, five sacks, five more sacks by that Buckeye defense on Saturday. Uh, Coach Cooper, can you describe the level that Chase Young is playing at right now? I was going to, you, you asked me that question a while ago. I was going to tell you, Chase Young is the guy that impressed me the most mm. on our football team. If, if you don't put two people blocking him on every play, you're not doing a good a good job of coaching against Ohio State. I can tell you right now, this guy is a pass rusher. I mean, he's, he he destroys a quarterback. Quarterback doesn't have time to even hmm. look, even think about looking for his secondary receiver. Now, I wouldn't be surprised if you line him over the nose sometimes, too. Coach, do you agree? <laughs> I, bet, I bet they move him around more yeah. and more in the Big Ten games than we have so far. I agree. And when you can think about his development, Paul, I mean, uh, he just kind of sat there doing his deal the last couple of years, and then boom, here we go. Well, remember last year after Nick Bosa was done playing, Chase Young was the focal point for opposing teams, mm-hmm. and you didn't hear his name called a lot. He didn't rack up all those gigantic stats just because of what Coach Cooper was talking about. He was the one that drew the double teams. But you would imagine he'd be the first to say, too, because of what the guys on the inside are doing that's helping his opportunities. Got to give Larry Johnson a lot of credit for how he's developed. He's got a machine now with defensive linemen year in and year out. They're coming out and and doing well. He went after Chase Young. That was a Maryland guy, Upper Marlboro, and he went hard after him, recruited him hard, and told him what his future could be here at Ohio State. Now he's living it. 21 career sacks. Uh... You know, moving up in that twenty club is is rare air. Uh, there's you know, in the, there's only one guy in the thirties, and that's yeah. Mike Vrabel at thirty six. So uh, he is a guy that uh, you know has a shot, man. He has a shot even with to get sixteen more sacks with five. Now that's twenty one's a lot, but if anybody has a shot, he would because he is causing a lot of problems. His hands are great, his feet's great. Obviously, he's got great range and mobility. Uh, coach is right. You got you got a guy to count for him, and you you better double team him, or at least have a guy chipping on him a little bit. There's talent, and he's obviously very very talented. The one thing you can't coach is size, though, coach. And I did, for him to be able to get those strip sacks like he's doing, he's got to get obviously long arms and able to get in there and do some damage. Two two six or six five two sixty five, and the thing that impresses me is how quick he is. Yeah. And you're right, Jim. You and I both watch a lot of practice, and Larry Johnson does a best job of anybody I've ever seen. Used in their hand, teaching them how to use their hands. He's so good right now that he just doesn't want a sack. He wants a strip and then a sack. And he got two of them, right? So, <laughs> sacks aren't good enough anymore. Speaking of sacks, Justin Fields was sacked a couple of times Saturday. Jim Lachey, let me start with you on this as the offensive lineman. He certainly holds the ball a little right. longer than what we've seen the past couple of years with Barrett and Haskins. Is it just his style? <clears throat> I think he's a tough guy. He can take those hits. You know, every time that he's been hit, he's bounced right up. So I don't think he's afraid of a defensive backer or a linebacker coming on him. So far, that's what I've seen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think he holds a little bit long in those situations because we got, you know, if something breaks down, somebody's not open. Every once in a while, they're going to guess right on defense. Those guys are on scholarship, too. Just get rid of it. Live to play another play. That's kind of a, you know, a saying. Now, you can't do it out on third and long or something like that. Well, depending on the lead, sometimes you just got to throw it out of bounds. You know, but it's the last play in the game. Then you, then you got to do yeah. what you got to do. 
but he's got such an unbelievable confidence in his scrambling ability right now that, you know what, you don't want to take that away either. You know what I mean? Just because he can create and make plays, and we've seen him do that already this year. How much is that coaching, Coach Cooper, as far as teaching a quarterback to get rid of the ball at the last second as far as avoiding the sack and avoiding avoiding anything, especially a turnover? I, I, I think a lot of it's coaching, and, then I, and the system he's in right mm-hmm. now, I think I think if I was coaching him, for example, 10, 15 years ago, we'd run the option. He'd be an option quarterback. He's not an option quarterback for us. No. He's, he's a quarterback that's going to throw the ball, and now he's doing a better job throwing the ball down the field than I ever thought he would. Paul, from a fan's perspective, uh, do you think they feel any better in regards to chugging off or, or Hoke coming in? Should Fields get dinged up based on what we saw on Saturday? Probably a little better, especially about chugging off and a guy that's had, you know, not only the brief experience here, but you know, this is a guy that started two games at West Virginia. So, uh, yes, feel a little better, but hope you don't have to worry about feeling better. We always ask about the opponents. I mean, uh, Miami has fared pretty decently in the MAC the past couple of years. Do you see them contending at all this fall in the Mid-American I Conference? think the issue is going to be with their offensive line, with those guys that were hurt going into this weekend. Plus, remember, too, they start MAC play playing two, I believe it's two of the top best teams in the mm-hmm. MAC West in their first three conference games. So, uh, And with a true freshman quarterback, yeah. uh, they, you know, they've won 16 of their last 22 in the league, but this one might be a struggle this year. I, I think if they get some of those injured players back, particularly their quarterback, I was impressed with what they did against us in the first quarter. Yeah, I, I yeah. thought defensively, you know, bringing the blitz on the edge, uh, I thought the option was a, a very good call. We didn't have an answer for it, really, uh, until until we shut them down and, and kind of been third in real long, and they couldn't get into that option uh, offense. Uh, that was our alternative to it. Uh, one time, Zach Harrison did a great job of playing it, forcing a pitch, and then showing the speed, chasing it down and making a tackle on it. But, yeah, I thought they came in, Coach, like you said, with a good game plan. Now, I think Jack Sorensen, the wide receiver, number 13, I believe his number is, mm-hmm. he made some nice plays, had, had catches. I mean, he was – he was. they had him on, a, you know, maybe thinking a post route or something. He broke it off towards the sideline and, and made some nice catches. So, I, I think they have some athletes out there. Will oh, they win? Will they win? <laughs> How many games? That's what I want to know. How many games? You tell yeah. me. Tell me. Uh, I'll say they'll win, they'll win four or five. <laughs> four or five. All right. Turn the page. Nebraska this week. The Cornhuskers were the darling pick of the Big Ten West, and they still may contend, but uh, still some concerns there. Very fortunate to get a come-from-behind win Saturday in Champaign, 42-38. You guys know what the atmosphere will be like on Saturday. How about their football team? Coach Cooper. Uh, I, I was disappointed in their football game and their team. I, after I got home from our game, I turned on the you know, Nebraska-Illinois game and I thought I thought it would be a runaway. It was not. Mm-hmm. Nebraska had to come from behind to beat Illinois up there. They're not. They're not playing as good as I thought they would. And they've got some injuries to deal with. Most notably, they have major kicking headaches. Their one scholarship kicker has not been able to kick. They just last week auditioned a guy from Nebraska club soccer team who might be out there kicking Saturday. Running back Maurice Washington looked like he was a little nicked up, although showed some promise. Uh, Wandale Robinson really showed some promise of what he could do in backup rules, multi-rules, catching it. I think he had seven, eight catches out of the backfield, ran the ball real real nice. Yeah. And then J.D. Spillman seems to play well. He got Ohio, banged up, too. So, yeah. But he's played well against the Buckeyes in the past. Yes. All right, real quick on the last one here. Uh, the game was called with two minutes and some change left. Could you imagine if the coaches had not agreed to end the game? 
<laughs> Could you imagine that conversation? Hey, it it would have made for some interesting radio, I can tell you that. <laughs> I went home. I went home before Could it started you raining. Imagine? Now, I know Tim May is going to bring up 1990 when he's on later this hour, but but it was. I don't want to say you can't compare the two situations, but that came up on Saturday as well. because score wasn't 76 to 5. No, no, I know. No, no, no. That was the biggest difference. Absolutely, it was not. Here's a problem. I think, I think the athletic director, directors agreed on that when they saw, saw the storm was coming. You know, so I think okay. Gene was proactive in that matter. Giant Eagle, Pringles, and Coca-Cola bring you the ultimate Buckeye home gate again this season. Register today at ohiostatebuckeyes.com slash home gate, and you can win a catered party for 20 at your home for a regular season away game featuring a former Buckeye player. Giant Eagle is a proud sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. A wild weekend around college football. We'll tell you about it more after further review as Buckeye Roundtable continues. More of Buckeye Roundtable coming up. Presented by Byers Auto on the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. So I bet you've had the same conversation I've had. You've been talking to people and they say, I need to eat better. I just think I'd feel better if I ate better. And it's right about here where someone lays on the excuses. I'm too busy. I'm not a very good cook. Well, I'm here to tell you that there's actually somebody out there who wants to help you eat good and not spend a lot of time in the kitchen, no matter how well you know your way around. It's HelloFresh. They're going to give you delicious meals right on your doorstep, and they're going to tell you how to cook them. It's super easy. It's super delicious, and it's very nutritious. I have a job that's not eight to five months. Monday through Friday. I work late a couple of nights a week and I work Saturdays. This has been a huge help for us. We're eating good. We're getting out of our dinner rut with chef curated recipes and we're foodies. We like to eat and we like to cook. And for this to hit our standards, that's saying something. HelloFresh made me a believer and they want to make you a believer. And right now for your first month, you can get $80 off by logging on to HelloFresh.com slash college 80 and entering the code college 80. That's HelloFresh.com slash college 80 and enter the code college 80. It's like getting eight meals for free. You can also get yummy add-ons like garlic bread or cookie dough. No more excuses. Start eating right, and it's all coming to your front door. HelloFresh.com. Your Ohio State flagship station. The Fan. This is the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. And welcome back, everyone, into tonight's Buckeye Roundtable show presented by Byers Auto with Jim Lachey, Paul Keels, Coach John Cooper. I'm Skip Mossick. For more Buckeye highlights and analysis, tune to Buckeye Weekly on Fox Sports Ohio tonight at 10. Watch Buckeye Weekly on Fox Sports Ohio and Fox Sports Go. Buckeye In the shotgun for Justin McMillan. Takes the snap, has Hutterson, who provides a chip block. McMillan steps up, he throws middle. Caught by McCluskey, ah. breaks out of a tackle. 10-5, angles, far side Are you line. kidding me? Touchdown, Tulane. Are you kidding me? A 53-yard strike, and the wave rolls downfield. It's a party in the end zone. It's a party in Uptown in the house of the rolling wave. Andrew Allegretta, Learfield IMG College. Tulane beats Houston Thursday night, 38-31. The game winner set up by a trick play previously where it appeared Tulane was going to take a knee and just go to overtime. They swung an end around to put him in position for the game winner. Question to you guys, have you ever seen anything like that before? Like like that, exactly. Um, One time. I saw the Bengals beat the Steelers. Neil O'Donnell, when he was quarterbacking mm-hmm. the Bengals, faked as though he was going to spike the ball. Yeah. Jim, I think you were at that game with me. Yep. 
We were down there watching the Bengals game at That's Old right. Riverfront, yep. and he threw one in the end zone for a game-winning touchdown. Yeah, I think I drove you guys down. Yeah, yeah. So, sure so, you got home yeah. safe. Marino did that before in the NFL. Coach Cooper? I've, I've seen quarterbacks, you know, fake like they're going to spike the ball yeah. and then throw it down the field, but I've never, I've never seen what, yeah. you, what, what you told me they did. No. It was almost like, and I bring you know, Keels into this as far as a baseball reference, the old uh, Johnny Bench fake intentional walk in the 72, the 72 World, World, World Series. Series. No, they, Absolutely. Were in the, they were in the victory formation. They had two yeah. backs. They had, you know, a guy 10 yards deep, you know, trying to... But the quarterback never safety. took a knee. Yeah. No, he took it, take a quick handoff, and a guy that took the handoff froze. More second. More trickery from the weekend to Pullman. A wild game between Washington State and UCLA. Snap is off. It's a quick screen pass to Felton. He's got blockers in front of him. Demetric Felton into the end zone. Touchdown, UCLA. Oh, my. You thought it was going to be a timeout. And what a play call by Chip Kelly. Demetric Felton. Josh Lowen, Learfield IMG College. UCLA gets their first win of the season. They shock number 19, Washington State. 67-63, Wazoo quarterback Anthony Gordon throws for 579 touchdowns and loses. And that game was in regulation. That was <laughs> yeah, not overtime. Unbelievable. Uh, Washington State, six turnovers in losing that football game. Uh, that quarterback, by the way, Gordon, he's got 21 touchdown passes already this year. It's amazing. Coach Cooper, you and I were talking this morning. It's like you've never seen anything like that before. Nine, nine touchdowns and you lose a ball game. You know, goodness gracious. It better, better start running the ball a little bit. Now the guy from Illinois, long, long time ago, 80s, maybe maybe late 70s, Dave Wilson. Dave, Dave Wilson. Wilson, yeah. He threw for 500 and some Something. yards, about five touchdowns, didn't here. he? And lost. Yeah. And lost here. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. I remember, the reason I remember is it got really dark and it there sure were no did. lights. There were no lights, yeah. <laughs> it's like this kept throwing, kept throwing, kept big, throwing. Big top 10 showdown in Georgia on Saturday as uh, Georgia hosted Notre Dame. Third down. Fromm going to throw it for the corner of the end zone. Cager makes an adjustment, makes the catch. Did he get the foot in? Yeah! Touchdown, Lawrence Cager spinning in the air, getting a foot in out of the side of the left corner of the end zone. Touchdown, Cager. Touchdown, Georgia. Scott Howard, Learfield IMG College. Georgia beats Notre Dame. Uh, this was a big-time uh, top-10 showdown, 23-17. Tell you what, Jake Fromm with some great passes at crucial times in that game. But, Skip, you'll like this. So they're, And Notre Dame, to their credit, very impressive in defeat. There were people immediately saying, oh, this isn't a loss that immediately takes Notre Dame out of consideration. But you know what? You got the 13th data point, just like last year. They don't play in a conference championship game. So does that affect them? You know, when I heard the same thing people say now, like, only Notre Dame. Gets no, those no, I mean, only Notre Not, Dame they wouldn't give BYU that benefit of the doubt, no. would they? <laughs> Well, some, somebody's got to lose in the SEC. There's no question well, about that. And they're going, they're going to. Yeah, you know that. <clears throat> but yeah. I, thought, I was impressed with Notre Dame. Very. I thought they played much better down there than I thought they would. I, I, thought, I, thought, I thought Georgia would beat them worse than they did. Yeah, a lot of folks, and that was next on the board, a lot of people were expecting a more one-sided game. It wasn't one-sided at all. It came no. right down to the very end. The other SEC teams that continue to cruise, Bama wins big, as does LSU, who traveled to Vanderbilt. Two wide to the right, one to the left. Burrow looking left. One-on-one coverage, looking for Chase. Left corner of the end zone. He's got it. Touchdown, Tigers! 25-yard touchdown strike with 51 seconds remaining. Here in the first quarter of action, that'll make it 27-7. to Chris Blair, LSU Sports Network. LSU rolls at Vanderbilt 66-38. Good for Joe Burrow. Continues to put up big numbers. Was that right? Six touchdown passes in that game? Big. 
Oof. Yeah, I saw uh, him. a tweet from Jimmy Burrow. Joe's dad tweeted that a bunch of Ohio people came down uh, to see him to Nashville. They took over Nashville, mm. had a great time. So he was very appreciative of everybody supporting him uh, and uh, getting a chance to go down there and see him play. All, all these top teams, all these top teams in the country, Bama, Alabama, LSU, Georgia, Clemson, Oklahoma, Ohio State, all of them got great quarterbacks. All of them got great quarterbacks. There's a reason. There's a reason for exactly. that. A great quarterback exactly. play to win. Absolutely. Next to Gainesville, where Florida played host to Tennessee. Snap to Trask. Trask on a play action, looking to throw. Fires the ball down the field. He's got pitch with a catch. And he's in. Touchdown. Oh, my. 19-yard touchdown pass. The Gators take the opening drive right down the field and score. I think I've only heard Paul Keels that excited when we found an extra natty light at the bottom of the cooler one Saturday. I don't know. What the heck? Opening drive. Somebody clean Mick up. Mick Hubert, Learfield IMG College, Florida rolls Tennessee 34-3, but they are playing well. They are, and again, they lost their starting quarterback, and Trask has done a great job in relief, and, uh, you know, they seem to have tightened some things up on both sides of the ball. Jeremy Pruitt, safe through the season, guys. One and three now, Tennessee, right? Mm, I know. Is this the, second year? The word is he's got to beat Alabama. All right. If that's he, all, if he doesn't beat Alabama, do, right? uh-oh, look out. That's all. Just, just, just go get that done. No problem. <laughs> Our final stop is in Austin. Big 12 matchup as Texas hosted Oklahoma State. Texas, two receivers on the short side, split to the left, two wide right. Ellinger from the shotgun with the snap on first down. Sam back the throw, looking right. Deep down the sideline, got a man open. Caught. Brandon Eagles. See you to this one. Brandon Eagles. Craig Way, Learfield, IMG College, Texas beats Oklahoma State 36-30. to A costly win because Texas in a position area that's already pretty thin lost three defensive backs in that game. So, But, uh, boy, Ellinger has really kind of refined his game and, and come forward, hadn't he? Yeah, I think Tom Herman's calling a good game, too. I think he's putting him in position to succeed, and that helps him. He's got talent on that side of the ball on the offense. But, yeah, having the injuries at defensive back, secondary can hurt them in the future. Tom Herman's a very good football coach, uh, but they got to beat Oklahoma. They got to beat Oklahoma in in Dallas. Probably twice. Probably Probably twice. twice. That was Mm -hmm. the next question. With TCU losing to SMU, I know obviously it's very very early, but is it Oklahoma and then everybody else in the Big Twelve? And who had a bye this week? Oklahoma. It would seem so, especially with the way, like Coach talked about, great quarterbacks the way Jalen Hurts has been playing. So Texas has got to beat Oklahoma. And then Florida's got to, or Tennessee's got to beat Alabama. Those are the two so far. <laughs> all right. We'll keep track of these. That's, that's all that, that, that has to happen. Back to Ohio State, guys. The Buckeyes now ranked number five. Is it possible to tell how good this football team is right now, Coach Cooper? Uh, not yet. Not yet. I don't think, quite honestly, I don't think we've, we've, we've played a very good team so far. I like our team. I think we're getting better. I love the coaches, what the coaches are doing. I watch them practice. Defense is really chasing the football a lot, much, but much better open field tackling than we had a year ago. If we keep improving, I think we can play with anybody. Yeah. You take a look at what they're doing. The coach's statement right there: Do you see improvement every week, Paul? Um, I, hard for us. Hard to tell. Hard for us lay people to be able to tell that, you know. But they're doing what they should do to the teams that are on their schedule. You know, I think Tom Allen said our best head coach for Indiana. You know that Ohio State can just hang with you. You know, toy through a little bit. All of a sudden, they just explode. You know, all three phases of the game: offense puts up two touchdowns, defense gets a turnover. By the way, I think it's six games in a row that we've had a turnover. The defense mm-hmm. had his takeaway. Uh, so, and then, then you know uh, the offense has got some big plays. So, special teams, you throw all those things in there. 
you know, they can score. So right now, all areas are clicking. There's a lot of momentum right now, but you got to keep it going because, as again, we said this probably 100 times this year, 13-1 wasn't good enough last year. So that's the way it is. You got to go out and win each one. Next three games, as we're all aware, will be at night. Uh, maybe more beyond that. Do guys get into that? This is an experienced team, but the first one of the season. I think on the road, you know, it's yeah. a little bit different. Uh, you like to have those night games at home, but on the road, it's a little bit different. The thing is, is how do you occupy the kids' time during the day? You, you know, that's a smart thing. You want to make sure that they're not on their feet, but then you don't want them laying in bed all day. So there's a fine balance of, of trying to, you know, get them to move around a little bit, but but not, uh, you know, not, not you know, wasting a lot of energy. So, uh, but I'm sure these guys in the road, the, what I've always remembered being on the road is, you know, you get on that plane, you get on the bus, and it's just there's there's not many guys. You know, it's, it's a smaller group. You mm-hmm. kind of look at everybody's eyes. The lines are a little bit shorter. So you know that, uh, you know, it's just the guys here to go out and get a victory. So night, that, that's a fun feeling, too. Night game on the road, Jim, and I think that game will be sold out out there, won't it? They always are. They always are. Just a, yeah, just a chance. For each Buckeye sack this season, Kroger will donate a sack of groceries worth 100 meals to those in need here in central Ohio, which supports Kroger's zero hunger, zero waste plan to end hunger in our communities and eliminate waste across their stores. You can join Kroger's zero hunger, zero waste team by remembering Remembering to round up at any Kroger register. Five more sacks by that Buckeye defense on Saturday for another 500 meals. Coming up, we will hear from Ohio State head coach Ryan Day as the Buckeye Roundtable show continues. You're listening to Buckeye Roundtable, presented by Byers Auto on the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Go Buckeyes! Let's win this game! I love tailgating. The best darn band in the land. My mom makes me say it like that. Safe Line Autoglass knows Buckeye fans love game day. You better be wearing scarlet and gray. That's why Safe Light takes care of autoglass damage anywhere in Buckeye Nation. Giving you more time for game time. Safe Light, a proud sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. Now, the officials have been talking for quite some time. All righty, let's see what they have to say. Upon further review, there is no penalty on the play. However, we have conferred and discovered that Bob, the line judge, has saved a boatload for his kids' college using Ohio's 529 plan. It is tax-free, accepted nationwide. Bob recommends we all go to collegeadvantage.com. First down. Well, that's not entirely unexpected. <laughs> Classic Bob. Buckeye fans, check out the Buckeye Game Day Concert Series presented by the Buckeye Cruise for Cancer two hours before every Ohio State home football game this fall located in Buckeye Fan Fest. Each week will feature a different artist or band performing live on stage for game day fans outside of St. John Arena. Check out Ohio State's social media pages for the artist lineup and visit BuckeyeCruise.com to book your cabin today. Set sail with Buckeye Greats February 16th through the 21st, 2020 and join us in our fight against cancer. We hope to see you there. Go Bucks and beat cancer. For over 30 years, Hyde Park Prime Steakhouse has been serving Columbus with the finest award-winning thick-cut aged steaks. Consistently voted Columbus's best steakhouse, Hyde Park is also rated excellent by Zagat Guide as one of the top steakhouses in the country. Enjoy happy hour cocktails Monday through Friday with bar plates starting at $5. Located in Upper Arlington, downtown, and Dublin, Hyde Park can accommodate events for groups of 6 to 300. Hyde Park knows Buckeye fans demand the best. That's why they're a proud sponsor of Ohio. Ohio State Athletics. When your furnace or air conditioner stops working, you can always rely on Atlas Butler to get it up and running the same day. So why not depend on Atlas Butler for all your plumbing needs? 
Our expert plumbers can take care of anything from a clogged drain to a broken water heater. We work on all brands of water heaters and plumbing equipment. One call does it all. It's the Toyota Last Chance Clearance. Now through September 30th, get a low-mileage lease on a new built-in-the-USA 2019 Highlander LE for $249 a month for 36 months with $29.99 due at signing. With approved credit through TFS, tax, title, and license extra. Call 1-888-36-TOYOTA for details. Or get any new gas-powered 2019 Highlander with $3,000 cash back. For all Toyota offers, see your Toyota dealer or go to buyatoyota.com. Toyota. Let's go places. The Fan. The Fan. Ohio sports destination. This is the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. And welcome back, everyone, into tonight's Buckeye Roundtable show presented by Buyers Auto. The Buyers Auto Group is proud to partner with the Buckeye Crews for Cancer to raise funds for cancer research at the Ohio State Comprehensive Cancer Center at the James Cancer Hospital and Solov Research Institute. With one goal, living in a cancer-free world, Buyers Auto, serving the Central Ohio community since 1897 and a proud sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. Buckeye Roundtable continues with Paul Keels, Jim Lachey, Coach John Cooper, we hope to hear from uh, Coach Ryan Day coming up in just a moment. Uh, this is nothing that Ohio State is not used to, guys. Uh, it's every. It seems like Ohio State's everyone's biggest game of the season. It's in prime time. But again, we alluded to it uh, last segment. It's the first one of the of the season for these guys. Any obvious concerns as, as far as this week? You know, not really. Only because we saw how they approached the game going to Indiana with how they you know kept things really pretty buttoned up tight. The very business like approach. Kind of setting the seed, you would think, knowing what was going to come with this and other games in the future. But And again, with so many experienced players who have played on the road in so many night games, there's great examples that yeah. have been set. Yeah, I think that's exactly right, Paul, the experience. you got fifth-year seniors, you know, Damon Arnett over there, Robert Landers, you know, if he's available this week, Jay Sean Cornell. So they got a lot of, you know, experienced guys on that defensive side, linebacker Weiss Tufts, a two-time captain, Malik Harrison, been in a lot of big ball games. Jordan Fuller back there. So you're going to need all that when you go on the road. you got to pack your defense. You know that, Coach, when you go on the road. Yeah. You better shut down the opposing team. And they seem to be a team with Martinez. And, you know, they'll, they'll do probably a lot of misdirection, try to move us around a lot. I, I wonder this week if we, because it's a night game, will we practice at night, one night this week, or do you know? You know, uh, I don't know if they'll change their schedule too much. They usually go late in the afternoon. They're a 430 practice team anyhow, Ohio State, you know, or 415 or so. So, I don't know if they'll adjust it late. Maybe on Thursday they'll back it off an hour or two just to you know to get used to it. But I don't think it should be too bad. For, we've always for had noise. Guess. We've always had, yeah. had yeah. Noise, during, noise during practice anyway, so exactly. that shouldn't affect us. What did you like to do as far as practice time during the week when it was when you had a night game? Uh, we 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 would practice at least one time during the week at yeah. night at night just to try to get all that stuff exactly. just to get right. ready for it. Right. My biggest concern heading into this week is the weather. I mean, we know you, we've seen what's happened throughout the Midwest. Throughout the month of September, we can see what's brewing down in the Gulf or whatever, and it, it just seems that, you know, you, you, you're you at risk late in the day with that kind of stuff. Well, we're hoping once we roll into October that won't be the case, But and it's <laughs> happened in Nebraska too. But those yeah. are the things, you know, you can't prepare for. You just have to plan and be ready for it. Um, what they talked about the Iowa-Iowa State yeah. game the other week, they sent out for food. <laughs> the, 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 yeah, where are the snacks where are the snacks i know I, I talked to my brother he goes yeah some of those rain delays gets expensive for you know because they gotta go to levi yeah. restaurants at the state even order whatever they have you, you sort of you, you sort of try to set the tone early nothing nothing should keep you from winning 
Right. Nothing. Don't don't look for excuses. If you you know if you're if you're looking for a reason why you're not going to play a good game, you're probably going to find one. Even yeah. though it's a night game, I, I worry more about occupying your time Saturday afternoon, Jim, than I do yeah, about that's anything it. else. They'll lay around, they'll watch some sure. college games, things like that. But you know they'll try to eat four hours before the game, so right. that'll be you know around two uh, thirty Central Time, three thirty our time. So that after what after that eating time, then it's pretty much go. You know you're ready to right. get on the bus and get to the stadium pretty soon after that. Right. We know the fans there in Lincoln will be excited. They're probably the biggest marquee game they've had in a while, even though this one's been kind of manufactured through the propaganda a little bit. Uh, but at the same time, you know it's a big deal. Uh, it's the first big-time game that they've had there in Lincoln in a while. It is, and, you know, we had a chance to see in 2011, the first time Ohio State went there when Nebraska entered the Big Ten, just how excited they get. And as you said, Skip, with the anticipation at the beginning of the year that this was an improved Nebraska football team, that adds to all of it. And, you know, let's also be realistic, too. That's what they've got out there. That's their. Mm. If you're a sports fan and you're living in the state of Nebraska, that's your baby. No, that, no, that's it. And and uh, you know, we from our experience going out there, it's really pleasant fans. You know, mm-hmm. tailgating. Uh, not that we tailgate before the game, but sometimes in the post game, we're waiting for the traffic yeah. to clear out. You'll see some people out. We there. got yelled at at Indiana. We're the radio crew. I mean, it's like, come on, we, we were greeted in Lincoln. They they welcome us. Oh yeah, Indiana. That was. Remember that? Yeah. <laughs> nice good morning. We yeah, got that's right. Right around the corner from the. <laughs> that's what happens when you stay downtown in Bloomington. <laughs> it's like really, you got to do that. But uh, it is a dip- different atmosphere, Coach Cooper. They take their football very seriously. But it, it, you talk about the Midwest. It is right there, and they like welcome. Welcome you when you come. They've they've had more consecutive sellout home games than anybody in college football. It's it's, it's well over two hundred and fifty consecutive sellout games. Yeah, I, and, and and Jim and I talked to it. It'll the it'll be the noise will be a factor in this ball game. Yeah, yeah. and that's it. That's why they you know the hand signals and all that stuff. But the offensive lines were pretty good about not moving. You know, pre snap penalties. So we got to continue that going into this game on the road. Well, and this was a natural fit for the Big Ten when they looked at expanding. And you know, we can remember. Uh, the year before Nebraska was in the Big Ten at the annual Media Day stuff in Chicago, they'd have half a dozen radio stations there who were there just to do the shows from the Big Ten Media Day because of their excitement of being in the Big Ten Conference. And, you know, as much as some of us have maybe criticized the other members that have come in since then, it gives you that Midwestern feel. It helps, uh, ideally, it helps the rivalries with Minnesota, Iowa, and Wisconsin, giving somebody on the western end of the conference a real good natural fit. How about the job Scott Frost has done? So far, uh, I, I think he's doing a good job, and I think it will get better quickly because he, he now, in Nebraska, you got to recruit nationwide. It's only like four million people, I think, live in that right. state. Uh, you can't go north. You can't go. You can't, you can't go in any direction. <laughs> north, you got to go to the west coast or Texas or Florida mm-hmm. or New. They used to get a lot of football players from back east. New Jersey. New Jersey. Yeah. Exactly. And, and you look at uh, Martinez. He's from Fresno, California, I believe. And, and uh, I think Maurice Washington's and also a California. So they're getting some of their skill guys out of the California area. That, that, I don't think that's ever changed. I know they used to go into Phoenix, get some out of Arizona, too, and, and bring the guys from the West uh, to the Midwest, to Nebraska. Uh, you know, it's always been a strong recruiting. But, hey, it goes back to the 80s. I, I played with it. seemed like every team had a guy from Nebraska on their football team in the NFL. There's a lot of them. I used to say I thought Nebraska had the best football program mm-hmm. of any team in the country. I didn't say best team. I said yeah. the best program, recruiting, 
off-season program. Boyd Epley, what he did. He was Boyd Epley, Epley yeah. their, their strength, strength coach. Guy. The kind I, of the founding father of strength coach. I, for I him. hired one of his assistants, Dave Kennedy. Everybody I, did. Yeah, yeah. everybody hired his yeah. assistant. Steve Bliss was one of his original assistants. Yep. I was a weight coach here at Ohio State. Ohio State 76-5 winners over Miami on Saturday. They were in the red zone a whole bunch. We will hit our red zone with Tim May of Letterman Row. That is next as the Buckeye Roundtable show continues. This is Buckeye Roundtable presented by Byers Auto on the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. And now, Archie Griffin, football's only two-time Heisman Trophy winner, to tell you about Encova Insurance. Together, Motors Insurance Group and Brick Street Insurance are now Encova Insurance. Much like in athletics, Encova relies on teamwork, accountability, and dedication to execute a successful game plan. Your independent Encova Insurance agent can create a personalized solution for all your insurance needs. With smart digital solutions, superior financial strength, local expertise, and more, Encopa provides a full range of products to encircle businesses and individuals with coverage at every step in life's journey. They remain dedicated to progress and continue to strive to be the most trusted and responsive provider of industry-leading solutions. Hard work and passion are critical components of any winning team. Count on Encopa Insurance as your local team to provide peace of mind. Contact your independent Encova insurance agent or visit Encova.com for more information. I'm on over to Heartland. Now, to run a successful business, you need to develop a strong relationship with your accountant, your attorney, and most importantly, your community banker. If you find it hard to get advice from your bank, maybe it's time to consider Heartland. I'm Scott McComb, CEO. Come on over to Heartland, where banking really feels good. Rare banking feels good. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Hi, this is Paul Keels, voice of the Ohio State Buckeyes. The Convenience Stores of Speedway is proud to be a sponsor of Ohio State Athletics and your first choice for value and convenience. Whether you're tailgating before the game or watching at home, Speedway is always on your way and is exactly what you need to enjoy the game. Snacks, beverages, and everything in between. And nobody but Speedway has the Speedy Rewards Card. Speedway, proud sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. We're on your way, the convenience stores of Speedway. I'm former linebacker James Laurinaitis, and I'm proud to partner with your locally owned Papa John's stores to help beat cancer in Columbus. Papa John's gives over $100,000 each year to the Buckeye Crews for Cancer and the James at Ohio State. Help us raise even more money now through February. Use promo code BUCKUP at PapaJohns.com. You'll save $2 on orders over $20, and Papa John's will donate a buck to the James. Help us buck up and beat cancer. Buckeyes, United Healthcare believes small businesses are vital to our economy and an important part of our communities. Join United Healthcare in celebrating small businesses. I'm Kurt Lewis, United Healthcare of Ohio CEO and graduate of The Ohio State University. We want to recognize your small business with Spotlight on Small Business Sweepstakes. Weekly winners receive football tickets, on-field recognition, radio promotion, and more. To enter, visit uhcbusiness.com backslash Buckeyes. United Healthcare, proud sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. For terms and conditions, visit uhcbusiness.com slash Buckeyes. Sweepstakes rules 
and restrictions apply. Before kickoff, hit the field with game time with Ryan Day. And at the 30, down the sideline and into the end zone for six. Join the head coach and experts from across Buckeye Nation to preview every matchup and breakdown for each week's game. Plus, don't miss exclusive in-depth interviews with Ohio State players and coaches. Get ready for another week of hard-hitting Buckeye football with game time with Ryan Day. Game day, Saturday mornings at 9 in Columbus on 10 TV and statewide on Fox Sports Ohio. Touchdown, Ohio State. Buckeye football lives here. The fan. This is the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. And welcome back, everyone, into tonight's Buckeye Roundtable show presented by Byers Auto with Jim Lachey, Paul Keels, Coach John Cooper. I'm Skip Mossick. For each Buckeye touchdown scored this season, Heartland Bank will make a donation to the USO of Central and Southern Ohio, benefiting our active military personnel and their families. For more information or to support our troops, go to USOCSO.org and be the force behind the forces. It's time for Tim Horton's Buckeye Roundtable Coffee with a Coach. So pull up a chair, grab your mug, and enjoy Tim Horton's Coffee with a Coach on the Ohio State Sports Network. Buckeyes beat Miami on Saturday 76-5. We're joined by head coach Ryan Day right now. Coach, uh, thanks for your time. After a game like that, we asked Coach Cooper about this earlier this hour. Do you spend the same amount of time that you usually would going through a tape like that, or do you kind of turn the page maybe a little quicker and get on to your Nebraska prep? Yeah, this is a little unique uh, in that, uh, you know, really our, our first string guys didn't play in the second half. So what we did is we, we split up our normal meeting time in half, and what we did was um, – the guys who played in the first half, uh, those guys watched the film for about a half an hour. And then in the second half an hour, um, you know, the guys who played in the second half uh, watched it with the position coaches. And the, um, and then the first group went on to Nebraska uh, with, with some of the coordinators. But I, but I, I thought it was important to make sure that uh, the guys who played in the second half got on the film. And uh, there was a lot of great things to learn from and improve. Knowing that leadership is always a fluid situation to evaluate, if you would, Ryan, talk a little bit about how your leaders are getting guys both physically and mentally in the right place that they need to move, turn the page, and focus on what comes up next. Yeah, this has been, uh, you know, these first four games, um, you know, have kind of been uh, sideways on the scoreboard. So, you know, fo- fo- you know, focusing on making sure that the guys are practicing really, really hard, uh, continuing to prepare, and, and knowing that you have to be ready to play 60 minutes. Um even though that hasn't happened yet, you know, and, and we're going into game five here. So, um, you know, I, th- I think we're ready. We, we know we're going to have to play 60 minutes this weekend, but making sure those guys are focused and know what they're up against. Coach, I saw some of your second and t- third teamers obviously in there at the end of the game, and, you know, some guys just jumped off film. Zach Harrison, again, of course, he plays a lot in the first half too, but made some nice plays out there defensively. Dallas Gantt stepped up, made some plays out there, and then, of course, Jamison Williams, just talk about some of those young guys. You got a chance to get them on the game, get them on film, and then get graded. It's something a little bit different when you're there getting graded instead of watching all the other guys ahead of you. How 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 were the results of those guys? Yeah, no, it was good, and that, that's where we spent that extra meeting time where the position coaches are going through on the film, and um, you know, there's certain things you do in practice that you don't quite, um, you know, always get held accountable accountable to until you, it's on it's in the game you know i mean there's certain things that you can tell them over and over again but till they they see it in the game and it's on film um you know that's that's the best learning experience and 
you know, we, we did have a bunch of guys step up, and that's good because, you know, we've talked about how important depth is going to be as we get into the meat of the conference games. Coach, Coach you played all, a lot of these freshmen the first four ball games. Have you, have you made a definite decision on you going to redshirt any of them yet, or uh, what's, what's, your, what's your theory on that? Yeah, the, the, the guys who have played in all four games were probably going to play, Coach. Uh, you know, Garrett Wilson and Jameson and, and uh, you know, Craig Young and some of the guys who have played in all four games. Uh, they're probably going to play because uh, you know we need them. You know we need them to win. We need them for their depth. Um, there's also some guys who, who have gotten in three games, uh, and then we're going to be careful about you know when we put them in a game uh, the rest of the way, and just be smart about it. Uh, if we get to that point where they're in four games and that we have to make the decision at that point whether uh, you know we need them for that fifth game, we'll do that at that time. Uh, if it means uh, winning a game, then 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 we'll probably do it. Um, if it means the game and we won't coach if you would talk to the urgency of your scout team this week to mirror what it is that nebraska shows you on both sides of the ball yeah they they, they do a really good job on defense of changing up their fronts and uh you know it looks going to be exact and more of a two-gapping front uh so that technique's very different than what we've seen so those guys need to really do a great job there uh, and then on offense you know they got a bunch of skill the quarterback really dynamic uh all three running backs got a bunch of different ways um, you know, a really dynamic receiver. So, uh, and, and they'll also play with tempo. Um, so those guys got to do a great job of pairing our guys. Coach Chase Young continues to show, you know, that he's unblockable. Uh, you know, he, as I was talking about earlier, he's just not happy enough with sacks. He wants a strip sack to get the ball back for the team. So, I mean, just talk about the level he's playing at right now. Yeah, he certainly can take over a game and be pretty dominant. Um, and, you know, again, for him, you know, he's, I think he's been playing the game for us for weeks and uh, he continues to dominate. Uh, but again, he's going to have to be able to sustain it throughout a game. And, you know, he's one of the older guys, he's a captain. And so he needs to lead the way like he's doing and continue to do that throughout the season. Coach, oh, I, Coach I, I've been there. I, I, I know how you felt. And I thought you did a great job. 49 to 7 at halftime. You don't want to go out there and just completely embarrass Miami. But at the same time, you want to play all those young football players, and you, and you want those guys to play as well as they possibly can. So uh, I don't think anybody's happy to score 80, 75, 80 points against anybody. Yeah, yeah, that's it, it, it is tough, Coach. And it's, it's a good problem to have, but, uh, you know, we tried to really, you know, once we got into the fourth quarter there, we tried to really, you know, finish up the game quickly. But, but that third quarter, I felt like it was, you know, it was a, a, an opportunity for us to, you know, find out what the backup quarterbacks could do, you know, find out about those young receivers and, um, you know, we really don't want to be wondering when we're, when we're playing at Lincoln next next week or down the road, uh, you know, playing against a conference team. And um, that's really valuable experience for those guys. And so, uh, so I thought it was good for me to get out there. But, uh, but yeah, at the end of the fourth quarter there, we tried to, you know, really snap the ball late and, and kind of run the clock down. Exactly. You had B.B. Landers unavailable, yeah. Jonathan Cooper unavailable, Tyree Smith unavailable. One guy that was Haskell Garrett really stepped. I thought played his best football. Boy, he showed he's a powerful guy and got some penetration right there. you got to be impressed with the depth that you have at your defensive line right now. Yeah, yeah. Haskell uh, and Chase were both the co-players of the game on defense. I thought he played his best game. Uh, he was active, run to the ball. I thought he played with great energy. Uh, he, he's been doing a good job in practice, and again, uh, showed up in the game. So uh, a lot of guys in that group and a uh, great opportunity again for them to step up this week because uh, you know, these guys are going to bring a lot of different running schemes to the table and uh, and they have a much better offensive line than we've seen. Coach, last thing, what was the conversation like when they called the game or with, as far as when they said we're going to delay because of lightning in the area? How quick was that final decision made? 
<laughs> well, um, the referee came to me with about 11 minutes to go on the fourth, and uh, they said, I think lightning's coming on the way. I said, okay, well, how many more TV timeouts do we have? And said, a bunch, a bunch, I, said, I know. I said, three. Oh, my God. I said, you got, we got to call somebody over our heads. We're going to get this fixed. So I said, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to snap the thing with one second on the clock, and if you wait to wind that clock, we're going to try to get out of here, okay? He says, yeah. And that was it. And then uh, and then Gene got on the headset and said that, you know, there was less. And uh, the ADs both agreed, and as long as the coaches agreed, that, that we would end the game, and that's what happened. Coach, we appreciate your time. As always, have a great week. We'll see you tomorrow, okay? Nice, guys. All right. The high State head coach, Ryan Day. That was this week's uh, Tim Hortons Coffee with the coach. Tim Hortons Cafe and Bake Shop, the official coffee sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. Our thanks to Tim May of Letterman Row. We'll get to him coming up next hour. We'll squeeze him in. Always time in the red zone for uh, for Tim May. Coming up, hour number two of tonight's Buckeye Roundtable show, our Encova Insurance Archie Griffin High School Player of the Week Award, our American Dairy Association Mideast's top high school performances from the weekend. We'll hit the sidelines with Matt Andrews. Our insiders access tonight, Ben McLaughlin of the Husker Sports Network will join us again next Saturday. Coming up, Ohio State is at Nebraska. Our pregame begins at 6 p.m. with the AEP Energy Buckeye pregame show from Lincoln. Much more to come. Hour number two of Buckeye Roundtable straight ahead here on the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Buckeye Roundtable presented by Byers Auto is on the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. And welcome back, everyone, into tonight's Buckeye Roundtable show with Jim Lachey, Paul Keels, Coach John Cooper. I'm Skip Mossick. Saturday, 730, Ohio State is at Nebraska. Much more on that coming up, but right now it is time to talk some high school football. It's time for the Encoba Insurance High School Player Award on Buckeye Roundtable. One of the highlights of the Buckeye Roundtable show each week is the presentation of the Encova Insurance Archie Griffin Athlete of the Week Award. During each roundtable show, Encova Insurance and the Ohio State Sports Network honor a high school athlete for their outstanding play and team leadership. And tonight's recipient is senior quarterback Peyton Madison from Amanda Clear Creek High School over in Fairfield County. Friday night, Madison was 11 of 18 passing for, for 141 yards and a touchdown. Also added 124 on the ground and two more touchdowns. The 342 all-purpose yards helped lead Amanda Clear Creek past Fairfield Union 41 to 6. The Aces are coached by Steve Dalton. They're 4-0 and play at 3-1 Waverly on Friday night. Again, congratulations to Peyton Madison from Amanda Clear Creek High School, the recipient of this week's Encova Insurance Archie Griffin High School Athlete of the Week Award. Encova Insurance, formerly Motorist Insurance Group and Brick Street Insurance, a longtime radio sponsor of Ohio State football. Time now for the American Dairy Association Midi Statewide Top Performers on the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. And a great night there from uh, Peyton Madison. But, boy, there were some really big and top performances all across the state, Jim Lachey. Yeah, I'm going to go to the Northeast first. Uh, Barberton quarterback Chase Haywood, 9 of 12 passing for 181 yards and a pair of touchdowns. He also rushed for 31 yards and another score in Barberton's 49-17 win over Highland. Coach Cooper? I, I got a running back right here locally from Watterson High School, Tommy Bear. 20 carries, 164 yards, four touchdowns. Watterson beat Dayton Carroll 41-28. to Say they're 4-0 right now. I mean, Ooh. that's a good, a good start. They've been struggling for a couple of years. Good for them. 
Lakota West running back David Afari, 23 carries, 187 yards, and three touchdowns, as well as two catches for another TD as Lakota West beats Sycamore 28-21. I'll bet that earned him a night at Putters Sports Grill in Liberty Township for a great big order of Putters Wings. <laughs> All right. I want to go to New Albany. Running back Michi McCauley rushed for 204 yards wow. and four touchdowns, helping New Albany roll past the Gahanna Lions 41-17. Coach? I got Northridge running back here. He, he dialing Parman. 27 carries, 300 yards, Jim. Six touchdowns. Wow, wow. yeah. Big Northridge, 41 to 13 win over Lakewood. How about running back Caleb Gowitz from East Knox? 23 carries, 211 yards, four touchdowns as East Knox. East Knox beat Highland 40 to 9. You know, we've heard people talk one of the great high school rivalries in the state of Ohio is the Devil Dog rivalry, Absolutely. Danville and East Knox. We begin our weekly whip around the state. We'll start in northeast Ohio. We love getting reports from that corner of the state. We check into Trumbull County and WNIO's Ron Potesta. Junior running back Austin Wilforth ran the ball 28 times for 295 yards, leading the champion Golden Flashes to a 35-24 victory over the Wyndham Bombers on Friday night. In a losing effort, junior quarterback Delshawn Petrosky from Cheney High School threw for 275 yards in the Cowboys' 42-26 setback against Maple Heights. For the Sports Animal 1390 in Youngstown, I'm Ron Potesta. Many of our top performers are naturally offensive players. So when we get some big defensive numbers like this, we always like to let them shine. We circle over to Richland County, WMAN's Aaron Hines. Shelby Jr. defensive end Merrick Albert had a game they'll be talking about for years in Shelby as he racked up six sacks in Friday's 42-7 win over Ontario. Albert, who had three sacks the week before at Big Walnut, now has 11 sacks on the year through just four weeks of play. The Albert family had a pretty good night on Friday as Merrick's older brother McGuire threw four touchdowns in the win. Shelby hosts Pleasant coming up on Friday. Both enter at 3-1. and one. Reporting from WMAN Radio in Mansfield, I'm Aaron Hines. Love those defensive numbers, no? Absolutely. Yeah. From defense back to offense and in a big way as we head northwest to Allen County, WIMA's Todd Walker. In Bluffton's 70-50 win over Ada Friday night, Tucker Neff set a school record with 316 yards rushing. He also had three touchdowns. His teammate Nate Schott scored six touchdowns. Bluffton improved to 3-1 and 1-0 in the Northwest Conference. They host Crestview on Friday. Reporting for WIMA in Lima, this is Todd Walker. Move over to Mercer County next. Big start to the season so far for a young man there as we hear from WCSM's Ron Brunswick. The beat goes on for the Coatter Cavaliers as they look to participate in their 23rd straight Ohio High School Athletic Association playoffs. The number one ranked Cavaliers picked up their fourth victory of the season by beating previously undefeated and fifth ranked Minster senior quarterback Jake Himmelgarn accounted for four touchdowns. He rushed for touchdown runs of two and 58 yards as he carried the ball 17 times for 151 yards. He also completed 18 of 25 passes for 237 yards. Himmelgarn has now accounted for 1,240 yards in the four games. The Cavaliers will host league rival for recovery next Friday night. This is Ron Bruzzick. For your sports leader, WCSM. South of the Dayton area, big night there as we hear from WING's Justin Kinner. 
The Springboro Panthers continue to be one of the surprise stories out of the GWAC four weeks into the season as they sit unbeaten at 4-0. This past Friday night, the Panthers defeated the Wayne Warriors 42-27 thanks to a huge night on the ground from junior running back Moyes Armbruster. The 5'6 Armbruster rushed for a season-high 162 yards on 25 carries along with two touchdowns. The Panthers will welcome in the Miamisburg Vikings this Friday night for Week 5 high school football action. For ESPN 1410 Wing AM, I'm Justin Kinner in Dayton. Circle south to Lawrence County now. Welcome in WNXT's Mark Williams. Portsmouth's Talon Parker led the Trojans to a 40-28 win on the road at Rock Hill Friday night. Parker carried the ball 16 times for 266 yards and five touchdowns. It was the third time this season Parker had scored five TDs in a game. Next week, the Trojans head to Gallia County to face undefeated Gallia Academy. Mark Williams, WNXT Radio. We'll slide northeast along the river to Washington County. Check in with WJAW's Andy Rex. Skip Fort Fry senior running back Tyler Fisher accounted for three touchdowns Friday night as the cadets remained unbeaten on the season, taking down Division IV Meadowbrook in Byesville 42-34. Fisher ran the ball 20 times for 126 yards, including scoring runs of 16 and 8 yards, and he also hauled in a 58-yard touchdown pass. Fort Fry improves to 4-0 on the season and now has won 21 consecutive regular season games. They'll look to keep that streak going this Friday, also on the road at Monroe Central. From WJAW in McConnellsville, I'm Andy Rex. Next to Muskingum County, where a long, long streak finally came to an end, as we hear from WHIZ's David Kinder. If you listen closely, I think you can still hear the West Muskingum football team partying. That's because on Friday night, they traveled to McConnellsville and beat Morgan 42-35. That ended a 40-game tornado losing streak. That was the third longest streak in the state of Ohio. Tornado quarterback Harley Hopkins providing much of the offense. Hopkins threw for 290 yards and three touchdowns and then ran for two more scores to end a losing streak that dated back to week three of 2015. West Muskingum will look to keep it going Friday night when they travel to 3-1 Sheridan. Reporting for WHIZ in Zanesville, I'm David Kinder. 40 games, Coach Cooper. That's a time. Good for those young men. Absolutely. Final stop as we circle into Knox County. Nice story here as we welcome in WMVO's Tyler Mathias. Mount Vernon senior running back Wyatt Gregory had 84 of his 218 yards in the final drive, scoring a seven-yard touchdown with three minutes to go to help Mount Vernon win at home 26-21 in their Ohio Cardinal Conference opener against Lexington. The Mount Vernon Yellow Jackets with the win improved to 4-0 on the season. They will try to continue to stay perfect as they host Ashland, who is 0-4 on Friday night at Energy Field at Mount Vernon Yellow Jacket Stadium. I'm Todd Mathias with 100.9 FM, 13 WMBO on the Super Q, 93.7. I love circling the entire state like that every week. Home team's Jim Lachey. Grandview Heights won. St. Henry lost. Cincinnati Muller. Got shut out again. All three losses wow. have all been shut out losses. Uh, Coach Cooper, you said you're going over Arlington. All of a sudden, there are all these delays. Long, long rain delay, and Upper Arlington got beaten in a close ball game. How about the Hawks? Hartley uh, rolled over Chaminade Julian. Big performance oh, right. by yep. them. And uh, another big one, they have Clinton Massey coming up this weekend. So hey, uh, they your email must have been packed this week. Great reports, man, all across the state. All great stuff. We yeah, love hearing wow. different corners of the Bunch state. Of so thanks to everybody every week for phoning those in. Our top performance. 
performers from around the state presented by the American Dairy Association Mideast on behalf of Ohio's dairy farmers. The American Dairy Association Mideast reminds you that greatness is built with chocolate milk. It has the nutrition you need to power your potential. Before we turn the page completely to Nebraska, we'll put our finishing touches on Ohio State's 76-5 win over Miami. We'll hit the sidelines with Matt Andrews next as the Buckeye Roundtable show continues. More of Buckeye Roundtable coming up. Presented by Byers Auto on the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. At the James, we know there's no such thing as routine prostate cancer. That's why we bring together experts from a variety of disciplines to analyze your cancer at the genetic level. This approach results in advanced targeted treatments and minimally invasive surgeries, leading to better outcomes, fewer side effects, and more hope. At the James, we go beyond the routine to prevent, detect, treat, and cure your prostate cancer. To learn more, call 1-800-293-5066. Here's to the ones who put in the work. The no days off, rise and grind warriors who live by the oath of my body is my temple. And when their temple needs to rebuild after a long workout, athletes of all types choose low-fat chocolate milk. It's delicious and contains the right mix of protein and carbs to help refuel exhausted muscles. Chocolate milk turns Motivation Monday into Flex Friday. Crush your goals with the help of a real recovery drink. Try it for yourself. Built with Chocolate Milk is brought to you by the American Dairy Association Mideast, a proud sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. Whether you're cheering on your Ohio State Buckeyes or grilling at your tailgate, Sugardale hot dogs are the unofficial food of good times. Sugardale has launched an all-new line of uncured, nitrate-free hot dogs to complement our trusted recipes that have delighted hot dog lovers for almost a century. And after almost 100 years in business, we've learned a thing or two about what makes a great hot dog. Look for the official hot dog of Ohio State Athletics next time you stop into your local grocery store. It's the one with a bite out of it. Did you know that one in eight Americans struggle with hunger? Yet more than 40% of the food we produce is thrown out. At Kroger, we know we can do something about this. We're donating more food to local food banks through our partnership with Feeding America. And we're working with World Wildlife Fund to end food waste. But we can't do it alone. And we hope you'll join us in creating a world with zero hunger and zero waste. Visit thekrogerco.com to learn how you can help. I'm former linebacker James Laurinaitis, and I'm proud to partner with your locally owned Papa John's stores to help beat cancer in Columbus. Papa John's gives over $100,000 each year to the Buckeye Cruise for Cancer and the James at Ohio State. Help us raise even more money now through February. Use promo code BUCKUP at PapaJohns.com. You'll save $2 on orders over $20, and Papa John's will donate a buck to the James. Help us buck up and beat cancer. You know the most overrated thing about going to the game? Driving yourself. Hey, it's Anthony Rothman. Avoid the headache of traffic and the cost of parking. Take Coda Express. It's offered from Coda's Crosswoods Park and Ride and the Ohio Expo Center and State Fairgrounds for just $5.50 round trip. Buses go three hours before and two hours after every home game. Get dropped off a block from the shoe. Cash and cards accepted at the park and ride locations. Delaware residents take day to bus to Crosswoods and catch Coda to the game. Visit Coda.com slash OSU football the fan the fan ohio sports destination this is the ohio state sports network from learfield img college 
and welcome back, everyone, into tonight's Buckeye Roundtable show presented by Byers Auto with Jim Lachey, Paul Keels, Coach John Cooper. I'm Skip Mossick. Be sure to check out the Buckeye Game Day concert series presented by the Buckeye Cruise for Cancer two hours before every home game this season outside of St. John Arena in Buckeye Fan Fest. Each week features a different band live on stage. Get on board. Visit BuckeyeCruise.com to book your cabin today. Go Bucks! Beat Cancer. For Buckeye Roundtables from the Sidelines Report on the Ohio State Sports Network. And as you'd imagine, a lot of smiles in that Buckeye locker room following a 71-point win on Saturday. Before we turn the page completely to Nebraska, let's hit the sidelines for a final time as we bring in Matt Andrews. Thanks, Skip. Thorough domination by the Buckeyes on Saturday. Where to start? You can look at the offense. You can look at the defense. Ohio State ran 72 plays, had 601 yards. The defense faced 63 plays and gave up just 130 yards. After the game, we talked to Ohio State center Josh Myers about the offensive performance. Josh Myers, congratulations on a big win. It was a slow start, offense, defense, 7-5 after one inning or one quarter, whichever you prefer. But give me an idea of what changed there as that second quarter went on. Yeah, I think, um, you know, they had done a lot of things on defense that they hadn't shown on film yet and that we weren't expecting. Um, And once we kind of settled down for a second and saw what all they were doing and made some adjustments, then it really opened up after that. Can you give me an idea of what was a little bit different, maybe? Uh, You don't have to get too definitive. No, I mean, most of the blitzes that we had seen on film were relatively simple and and not too bad to to pick up, and there weren't a ton of blitzes in the film, Uh, and it felt like they blitzed almost every play while we were in there um, for for starters, and then also it felt like um, some of the blitzes that they brought were just a lot more complicated than what we had seen. You guys create the defense creates some turnovers. How does that affect an offense when you can get the ball and like you had in the second quarter, a ton of short fields? <laughs> yeah, that's huge. That's huge. Um, you know, when we get the ball in the thirty-yard line, our, you know, our percentage of you know our chances of scoring go way up. Our defense did an unbelievable job. You know, getting those turnovers and you know our punt team on that one punt block makes all the difference. You know, the drives are shorter. <clears throat> Their offense has to be on the field longer. It's just. Changed the whole game. Overall, how do you think the offensive line performed as the game went on? Uh, good, good. I thought our uh, second string guys did a great job. I, I, you know, I, from what I could see, it looked like they did really well. Uh, so I'm really happy for them. And finally, a wealth of running backs. Uh, it was like 50, 60, 40 yards all the way around. Mm-hmm. As somebody that's paving the way, that's got to feel good to allow those guys to have some success and get a lot of guys in. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, when you when you pull ahead, um, that's that's so key to get those guys that experience because you never know when you're going to need them. Um, and I'm just real happy for all of our guys. They work so hard. What are you expecting at Nebraska next week? It's a great environment, a great crowd, a night game. What, are you are you looking forward to that? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I can't wait. I can't wait. You know, it's my my first big you know night game, road game that I'm going to be starting in. Um, and it's I, I mean I've, everything I've heard, it's been it's a crazy environment. Um, and you know they're they're a real good football team, so it's going to be a lot of fun. Not to be outdone, the Ohio State defense was spectacular as well, forcing three turnovers including a pick from Jeff Okuda. He joined me as well post-game. Jeff Okuda, you get your first career pick. Yep. What, what's going through your mind as it's going on? Take me through the play if you would. Uh, we, we had called cover three on that play, so just getting off, reading the quarterback, made a play on the ball. So I think it's kind of getting the monkey off my back in that first one. So uh, I think it just shows testimony of what we've been able to accomplish this year as a, as a defense. What did you accomplish as a defense today? Because at 120 yards, three drives in for Miami, I think they had 10 yards the rest of the way after all the tackles for loss. How did you feel like the defense performed as the game went on today? 
I think we just showed that we're able to be resilient uh, no matter what happens. Uh, I know that we started off rougher than we, we wanted to or we expected to. So just being able to show that we can bounce back and still be a dominant defense. I know like well, what we kind of preached going into the game was if we're going to consider ourselves silver bullets, we have to be a silver bullets all the time, not, not just pick and choose. So to be able to show up and uh, hold within the five points, uh, I think after that, that first those first two series, I think it's just testimony of what we're able to do as a defense. Jeff, it's three straight weeks where a team has not scored a conventional touchdown on you guys. It was a trick play last week. There's not been an end zone score that's been so-called a normal score. If we'll go with that. Yeah. Well, is there some pride there, and do you feel like you guys are performing to the standard you expect to perform to? Yeah, I think when we, when we knew that we were turning a bunch a bunch of starters back and had a really good coaching staff with a really good plan in place, I think once, once we figured all that together, we were just like, well, let's, let's go and make something happen, and let's bring the Silver Bulls defense back. And I think like what's so great about this group is there's no individuals. Everyone is bought in. It's all hands on deck. You see when the uh, backups came in, it's, nothing changed. So I think that just shows that we're a really close-knit group. Finally, if my memory serves me correct, you were in Lincoln two years ago. What will you? What's the advice to these young guys as you guys get ready to hit the road to a tough environment next week? I think just you guys have a lot of poise in Lincoln. Uh, they, they have a really loud crowd. Uh, they're really passionate about the Cornhusker football. So I think just keep them staying level-headed. Don't get too high or too low because that crowd is going to bring a lot of energy, and they feed off of that. Four up, four in the wind caught on for the Buckeyes. Skip, and now off to Lincoln for a tough challenge Saturday night. Back to you. All right, on to Nebraska. Thank you, Matt. You know the folks in Lincoln were very excited when this was announced as a primetime matchup, but it almost lost some luster Saturday in Champaign. We'll tell you about that as well as the rest of the conference in our Big Ten breakdown. That is next as the Buckeye Roundtable show continues. You're listening to Buckeye Roundtable, presented by Byers Auto on the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Go Buckeyes! Let's win this game! I love tailgating. The best darn band in the land. My mom makes me say it like that. Safeline Autoglass knows Buckeye fans love game day. You better be wearing scarlet and gray. That's why Safelight takes care of Autoglass damage anywhere in Buckeye Nation. Giving you more time for game time. Safelight, a proud sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. And now, Archie Griffin, football's only two-time Heisman Trophy winner, to tell you about Encova Insurance. Together, Motorist Insurance Group and Brick Street Insurance are now Encova Insurance. Much like in athletics, Encova relies on teamwork, accountability, and dedication to execute a successful game plan. Your independent Encova Insurance agent can create a personalized solution for all your insurance needs. With smart digital solutions, superior financial strength, local expertise, and more, Encopa provides a full range of products to encircle businesses and individuals with coverage at every step in life's journey. They remain dedicated to progress and continue to strive to be the most trusted and responsive provider of industry-leading solutions. Hard work and passion are critical components of any winning team. Count on Encopa Insurance as your local team to provide peace of mind. Contact your independent Encova insurance agent or visit Encova.com for more information. 
Hi, this is Anthony Schlegel, and I want to invite you to the first annual Buckeye Taste and Traditions Chili Cook-Off, presented by the Ohio Beef Council and Ohio Farm Bureau. Join us on Saturday, November 23rd, before the Ohio State-Penn State football game, where two recipes will battle to become the ultimate tailgate chili. The cook-off will take place on the south side of St. John Arena at Buckeye Fan Fest, where you can sample and vote for your favorite chili. For more information about the cook-off, follow Ohio State Buckeyes on social media, and we'll see you there. Come on over to Heartland. Now, to run a successful business, you need to develop a strong relationship with your accountant, your attorney, and most importantly, your community banker. If you find it hard to get advice from your bank, maybe it's time to consider Heartland. I'm Scott McComb, CEO, coming over to Heartland, where banking really feels good. Rare banking feels good. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. It's the Toyota Last Chance Clearance with great clearance deals on the last of the new 2019s. Now through September 30th, get $1,000 cash back on the Go Anywhere 4Runner and $1,750 cash back on any rugged new 2019 Tacoma. Or get $3,000 cash back on a new full-size Toyota Tundra. Cashback excludes TRD Pro 4Runner and Tundra models. For all Toyota offers, see your Toyota dealer or go to buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Your home for Ohio State Athletics, The Fan. It's time for the Elk and Elk Injury Report on the Ohio State Sports Network. And that's the big thing. You come out of a game like we just saw on Saturday, Jim, and, and you just really hope to come out injury-free. And uh, I tell you what, just it, it, from what we saw anyways, it, it appeared that was the case. That was the case, I think, for, for Ohio State. Like, obviously, they had held some guys out. We talked about on the defensive line earlier with Coach Dave. B.B. Landers held out, uh, you know, Tyreek Smith, and then Jonathan Cooper. Maybe Jonathan Cooper, he's the guy that's probably getting closer, maybe getting back out there. We did find out today that Ohio State safety Isaiah Pryor has entered his name in the transfer portal. Our report was brought to you by Elk and Elk. If an auto accident caused you serious injury, call 1-800-ELK-OHIO. Buckeye Roundtable, Big Ten Breakdown. The backfield now trips to the left on first down. And off the Taylor, cuts left, has room, 30, 35, 40, 45, 50. Taylor to the 40, he's to the 30, accelerates to the 20, 10, 5, touchdown, Jonathan Taylor, 72 yards, and it's 13 to nothing. Wisconsin. Matt LePay, Learfield IMG College, Wisconsin pounds Michigan 35 to 14. I know everybody's being critical of Michigan right now, but maybe well, they're not giving enough respect to Wisconsin right now, Jim Lachey. Wisconsin at home is a very, very tough team. We've we've seen that over the years. Uh, you know, playing them on a neutral side or our place a little bit different, but again. Um, you know, the team up north really struggling defensively, not stopping to run, really haven't been able to accomplish much offensively as far as, you know, getting first downs and just moving the chains, turning the ball over, having guys get nicked up, hurt. Uh, so, yeah, it's it's looking tough, but you're right. Jonathan Taylor uh, seems like that big run there, the 70-yarder. He, he's had big runs, over 200 yards rushing in that game. They got some big old offensive line. Their formula yeah. never changes there. They run the ball, and then Jack Cohen, a quarterback, has been very efficient this year. And on defense, Coach Cooper, they started the season 10 straight quarters of not giving up a point before Michigan finally scored on them in the third quarter on Saturday. All you hear about Wisconsin's how they run the ball, run the ball, run the ball, but they are a well-coached defensive football team. They don't give up a lot yeah. of big plays. Flip side, Paul, I mean, 
people scratching their head at Michigan saying this was the team that everybody kind of said, okay, this is the team that's going to win the Big Ten this year. And it's they're saying, well, where is the team that everybody was picking? Well, and again, as Jim was talking about, the quarterback question now. Uh, Shea Patterson was pulled. McCaffrey got knocked out. Yep, concussion. And yeah. Patterson went back in. On a so targeting where, call. So where, yeah, so where yeah. do they go? Wisconsin, of course, was not the pick to win the West. That nod went to Nebraska. Husker fans really excited about a primetime matchup this week with Ohio State, but they had to get past Illinois first. High snap to Adrian, turns, gives it off to Wandale Robinson, and he is in touchdown. Nebraska has the lead for the first time tonight. Greg Sharp, Learfield IMG College, Nebraska. Very fortunate to get that come from behind win Saturday night, 42-38. Illinois, Coach Cooper kind of let this one get away, outscored 15-3 to there in the fourth quarter. 15-3. They they did score quite a few points. So thir- they scored, Illinois scored 38 points against, uh, you know, in the ball game against Nebraska. If Nebraska doesn't play any better, this this game this week no. might turn into a track meet. Well, and Nebraska had turnover problems, too, and they've got some injury problems. Washington, we mentioned, got banged up. Spielman was hurt but came back into the game. So, And in the kicking problems you mentioned the first hour. Uh, <laughs> a lot of kicking problems, no doubt. Next to Evanston, Northwestern hosted Michigan State. C.J. Hayes and Daryl Stewart stacked on the left. Two tight ends on the right. Snap back to... Brian Lewerke over the middle to Matt Seibert. Reaches the ball across the goal line. Touchdown, MSU. Another score for Matt Seibert. George Blaha, Spartan Sports Network. Michigan State gets the win 31-10 at Northwestern. And Brian Lewerke shows some of the offensive skill that we've seen in the past. But here's the big headline attached to that. Mark D'Antonio. The winningest coach in Michigan State history. How about that? Yeah, congratulations. They've had some pretty good coaches up here, too. How about Duffy Doherty? Yeah, Duffy Doherty, George Perlis. Yeah. Good for him. Some cat named Saban. Couple of (laughs) non-conference games. Bloomington next, where Indiana hosted UConn. Connecticut's two of seven on third down conversions today. Third down and eight here. Ball at the 47. Here's the snap back. Zergiotis looks, gets pressure, gets hit, throws it. Picked up by Cam Jones, and he's going to go. He's at the 10, the 5, touchdown! And Indiana gets a pick 6. Don Fisher, Learfield IMG College. IU bounces back and just pounds UConn 38-3. He didn't throw that ball. He just kind of flailed it out there like you're throwing the dish rag to the sink. And that's just what Indiana needed. And Peyton Ramsey, again, started and played very well at quarterback. Yeah, what's up with Pennings? Did you hear anything this week? It's still unavailable, huh? Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Good, yeah, like I said, good bounce back there for Indiana. You know, after getting throttled by Ohio State, they came back and, hey, they want to get to a bowl game, right? Yeah, got beat UConn. They're, they're three, Brandy, so they got three excellent. wins now. Final stop, as it always should be, Piscataway, where Rutgers <laughs> hosted Boston College. <laughs> he takes away, Colin. First down, BC, high formation. Dylan, the tailback, Brown gets the calls, running straight ahead to the end zone and in. Touchdown, Boston College. Anthony Brown and his band of renown. A one-yard touchdown as the Eagles take a 13-7 lead. Only a couple of people here know what that means. Les Brown and his band Exactly. Yeah. John Metaparol, Learfield IMG College. Rutgers loses at home to BC 30-16. And to add insult to injury, when Art Sitkowski scores a quarterback for the Scarlet Knights, <laughs> they go to celebrate in the end zone, and his center smacks him in the head. Coming up this week, I guess, I guess before we take it to this week, any major surprises, I guess, from this past weekend around the league? I would just say Illinois and Nebraska, you know, making that as a close game. I, and I thought the, Nebraska would handle them. And but, the margin in the Wisconsin-Michigan game. Yeah, yeah that's what I started to say. I, I picked Wisconsin to win the game, but not, not uh, 
you know, 36 to 14 or 35 to 14. All right. Coming up this week, Friday night's Delaney Bowl. Penn State is at Maryland. <laughs> uh, Rutgers is at Michigan on Saturday. Northwestern's at Wisconsin. Iowa will host Middle Tennessee. Minnesota is at Purdue. Indiana is at Michigan State. Anything stand out? Indiana, Michigan State, the Hoosiers have always given the Spartans fits and have come close in recent years to being able to win football games. And um, and Jim, as you said, if Indiana's going to chip off what they need to get bowl eligible, they got to steal one someplace. And, again, they've proven to be a thorn in Michigan State's side at times. That that is going to be a good game, a close game to watch. Uh, You know, Michigan State's favored in that game by quite a lot. You know, so that's, you know, that's interesting to see how that's going to work out. Well, maybe not quite a lot. No, like, just, just I like, four. I like Michigan State. I thought it was 14. I saw Indiana last week. Yeah. I like Michigan State. He has big State. fingers. It looks yeah. a lot larger than that. Coach Cooper. I said, I like I like Michigan State. I don't you know, we, we played Indiana last week, guys. I didn't think they were very good. I like Michigan State to win. Yeah. Penn State at Maryland on Friday. Uh, you know, Maryland really started out going crazy the first couple of games. Back down to earth. And then, you know, Penn State, it's, it's still tough to tell how good Penn State is. I think this could be an interesting matchup. And Friday. who is it, Skip? Somebody was telling us about, it was a James Laurinaitis was talking about Penn, when he saw Penn State, mm-hmm. how well they tackled and how just some of the things he saw from the defensive side that impressed him with what they were doing. All right, uh, coming up again, we'll get our insiders access. But first, want to remind you, Buckeye Roundtable is brought to you in part by Incova Insurance. Back with more as we continue from Learfield IMG College. This is Buckeye Roundtable, presented by Byers Auto on the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Now the officials have been talking for quite some time. All righty, let's see what they have to say. Upon further review... There is no penalty on the play. However, we have conferred and discovered that Bob, the line judge, has saved a boatload for his kids' college using Ohio's 529 plan. It is tax-free, accepted nationwide. Bob recommends we all go to collegeadvantage.com. First down. Well, that's not entirely unexpected. <laughs> Classic Bob. Hey, I'm Kirk Herbstreet, and I watch college football like it's my job. It is your job. I know, but sometimes I like to get out of the booth and chill. Here, have a Coors Light. Thanks. So, where was I? You're on my couch. In my spot. Oh, is this your spot? It's a nice spot. Great view. Grab some Coors Light for every game day. Proud sponsor of the Ohio State Sports Network. 2019 Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Celebrate responsibly. At Farm Credit Mid-America, we're big fans of the Ohio State University's College of Food, Agriculture, and Environmental Sciences. Together, we're developing the next generation of agriculture needed to support those who grow, harvest, and produce high-quality product and preparing them to rise up to the challenges of an evolving and growing industry. We're proud to stand behind them as we work together to empower future generations who have a passion for agriculture and a desire to secure its future. Learn more at e-farmcredit.com. For over 30 years, Hyde Park Prime Steakhouse has been serving Columbus with the finest award-winning thick-cut aged steaks. Consistently voted Columbus's best steakhouse, Hyde Park is also rated excellent by Zagat Guide as one of the top steakhouses in the country. Enjoy happy hour cocktails Monday through Friday with bar plates starting at $5. Located in Upper Arlington, downtown, and Dublin, Hyde Park can accommodate events for groups of 6 to 300. Hyde Park knows Buckeye fans demand the best. That's why they're a proud sponsor of Ohio. Ohio State Athletics. It may be considered a controversy to have many qualified players for one position, but in football and the legal system, depth and strength is what sets law firms and teams apart from the rest. 
Elk and Elk is recommended by legal ranking systems and most importantly by our clients. Call 1-800-ELK-OHIO where our depth is your strength and trust is earned. Elk and Elk, proud sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. Go Bucks! The Ohio Council of Retail Merchants, Better Business Bureau of Central Ohio, and Rev Local, in partnership with Ohio State Athletics, is pleased to launch the Scarlet and Gray Business Network. This program supports the Ohio small business community and associates your business with one of the strongest brands in college athletics, the Ohio State Buckeyes. To learn more or to join the Scarlet and Gray Business Network, visit sgbnetwork.com. Presented by the Ohio Council of Retail Merchants, Better Business Bureau of Central Ohio, and Rev Local, digital marketing for your business. The, 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 fan, the Fan, Ohio Sports Destination. This is the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. And welcome back, everybody, into tonight's Buckeye Roundtable show presented by Byers Auto with Jim Lachey, Paul Keels, John Cooper, a former Ohio State head coach. I'm Skip Mossick. Buckeye fans, AEP Energy is redefining the game with renewable energy plans for your home or business. Visit aepenergy.com slash OSU to get started. AEP Energy, the official electricity and natural gas sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. Buckeye Roundtable Insiders. You know, I hadn't seen much of Justin Fields. I didn't know how, how good he would be uh, becoming eligible at Ohio State. He, he's impressive. Um, Keith throws it really well, runs it really well. Their offense has been efficient. Uh, they got playmakers all over the field to help him. So, um, you know, he, he's a pretty special player. Um, you know, we do have a couple quarterbacks that run pretty well and throw it pretty well, so we'll give the best look to our defense that we can. And... Uh, see if we can try to mirror what he does a little bit. Nebraska coach Scott Frost on prepping to face Ohio State quarterback Justin Fields on Saturday night. Coach Cooper, if, if you're facing Ohio State right now, what do you do in practice to try, to try to mirror what Fields is doing? Well, you know, the great thing about our offense is you you better defend the width and the depth of the field. And I, I think we're going to see Justin Field run the football a little bit more in and these key games and what what we've seen in the first four ball games. Same question to you, Jim. I mean, if you're if you're the opposing coach, I mean, it's it's tough to mirror that as far as uh, your your twos. Well, it's, t- it's fun to watch because for Ohio State, they're playing fast. We're snapping a ball maybe twelve, thirteen, you know, sixteen seconds between snaps, and then if you watch us, it seems like we're purposely going left, right, left, where you're you're trying to use the whole width of the field, you know, moving them, and then they go deep. You pound them one or two times, left, right, and then hit them deep. So it's it's been a formula that's worked offensively so far this year. They're averaging 53.5 points, so so whatever they're doing, keep it up. Obviously, Nebraska on the road is going to be a little tougher challenge, you would think, for our offense. Again, the Buckeyes at Nebraska Saturday. Time for this evening's Insider's Report. Earlier today, Paul Keels had a chance to chat with Ben McLaughlin of the Husker Sports Network. Well, Ben, first off, if you would, just kind of give us your take on what seemed like it must have been a crazy back-and-forth game in Champaign this past weekend for the Cornhuskers. Yeah, right. I mean, I feel like it's it's uh, par for the course with this team this season, and we saw a little bit of it at, at Colorado, the game that, that Nebraska lost. You know, at times they look like a really capable team who can move the ball on about anybody, and at other times, you know, you want to turn and look at the stands because you're not sure what, what you're going to see with this team, and you know, Nebraska put the ball on the deck four times and, and fumbled three times, you know, inside their own 40 that resulted in 21 points. And, you know, you weren't sure you were ever going to make it out of a game like that with a win. And, and you know, Nebraska's offense caught some fire in the second half and, and was able to move the ball and get points when they needed to and, and close out a game, which, which is news around here because that's something this team's really struggled with 
um, you know, the last two, three years is putting games away when they have leads late in the fourth quarter. Yeah, I knew you mentioned the fumbles, Ben, and Adrian Martinez was part of it, but was he also part of what got the offense going in the right direction late in the game? No question about it. I mean, he, he's a leader in the huddle, and, you know, when uh, that's been kind of the theme today at the press conference. You know, when, when the, the players say he, every once in a while, you know, he'll have this look in his eye in the huddle or, you know, on the side that, you know, we're going to go get this done, and they feed off that energy. You know, when Adrian is, is confident in what he's doing and is believing um, – in himself and in the guys around him and making the right reads, this is a really difficult offense to stop. And, you know, Nebraska was down a couple backs on Saturday night, Saturday night too, and had to put a, a young freshman in a, in a pretty tough spot who's been playing a lot of receiver, um, lined him up at running back, and they, they found a way to make it work. But there's no question that they feed off of him, and he's very capable of making big plays. You mentioned those running backs. The next question was going to be about Maurice Washington, and I know, Ben, it's probably too early to know what his health status is, but uh, just if you would talk about the impact he has on this team and the fact that even when the season started, there were questions that he'd even be on the field. Yeah, it, it was a circus around here for a while regarding Mo, you know, with his, with his ongoing um, case in California um, about uh, about the, the, the video that, that was surfacing around that, that he sent around and was put into law and he's being charged with. Um, and so that was a big question about his eligibility, but there's no question when he's on the field, he's a game-changing type player. You know, Mills is a junior college transfer. He's, he's a, a, a more of a, a big bruising back physical runner between the tackles type. And, and Maurice is the, is the lightning to that thunder. He's very quick. He's very shifty. I mean, I'm going to throw out a name and I'm not comparing him to him, but just the way that they run with those long kind of strides, it reminds you a little of Eric Dickerson, just the, the way that he runs. He's very slippery and, you know, he probably wears a, a, a size 22 waist. He's very thin, but he, he's extremely agile, very quick. And there's no question. He, he brings a different dynamic to this Nebraska offense. When he's on the field, he exited the game uh, with a head injury to Illinois. Coach Frost did say today that, uh, you know, based on what he said that the running backs were available today. I don't know that that indicates his playing status for Saturday, but yeah, that's, that's going to be a story to follow if, if both he and Mills are healthy for Saturday night. In looking at the other side of the ball, the defense, Ben, and it's easy to look at what Mohamed Berry does at linebacker, but is this group as a whole starting to get maybe not completely back to the Nebraska Blackshirt tradition, but taking steps forward there? Absolutely. Absolutely, Paul, they are. Uh, I mean, tackles for loss. Uh, they've had at least eight tackles for loss in every game this year. They, they're forcing turnovers. And we mentioned Nebraska's offense turning the ball over. Well, the defense is actually able to take the ball away at times, which is not something they, they've been able to do in recent years. And, and I think the big thing that they're doing is they're believing in what they're doing, right? You get these new coaches in here telling you what to do, but if you're not believing in what they tell you and believing that it's going to work, it's not going to be successful on the field. And I think at times last year there was some questioning about, why are we doing this? Why are we doing that? But, you know, they're starting to see that, that what these coaches are practicing, you know, it really works in the games. And so they're believing in what they're doing, and I think that's really translating on the field that, you know, if we listen to these guys and we focus and we prepare the way we need to every week, we're going to have a pretty successful Saturday night. Now, a lot of people are going to look at 38 on the, on the scoreboard against Illinois and go, well, this defense isn't any good. I mean, I think Nebraska held them down to under 300 total yards, and 75 of that came on two two carries of the first drive. So um, the turnovers put them in a really bad spot on Saturday, and I think the defense has taken some pretty big strides, but they haven't seen anything close to what they're going to see to this Ohio State offense Saturday night. 
Ben McLaughlin, sideline reporter for the Nebraska Radio Network. Ben, thank you for your time, and we look forward to seeing what Saturday night in Lincoln will be like this weekend. Absolutely. Can't wait to see you down here in Lincoln, Paul. Tell you what, it's tough to tell what you're in for. You, other than what the atmosphere is going to be like, Paul, it's tough to tell what you're going to be in for as far as a football experience on Saturday from Nebraska. You know, it, it is, Skip, but I remember the last time being there. I'm sure you do. Jim recalls it, too, and it was kind of the tail end of Mike Riley's tenure there, and they were worried that their streak of 371 consecutive sellouts now would be in danger with as difficult as that team was playing. And Jim, remember the people leaving early? Yeah, and, and we saw the the, the tail lights or the or the you know going the, up the freeway, going yeah. up the freeway, leaving. And that's one thing that um, you're not going to see with Scott Frost as a head coach. He's a favorite son of the state, played obviously there, quarterback. Uh, so they're gonna. It's going to be a different Nebraska, I think, environment than we were the last two times we were there. We know the first time we were there was awful tough in 2011. Mm. Had a lead. Had an injury and didn't, didn't Biggest win the game. comeback in school history <laughs> exactly. for Nebraska. We witnessed that. Uh, Scott, I think Scott Frost is, is a very, very, very good college football coach, Jim, but I think he needs to recruit a couple more years. Yeah. And they, and they need, they got to go national recruiting. He's got to go west yeah. or down south exactly. to, to, to Texas. Exactly. All right, guys, uh, did you enjoy your Papa John's this evening? Yes. The uh, dessert cookie uh, went very quickly, you notice, again this evening. and it. it. was It was gone. <laughs> Colin ate the whole thing in like two <laughs> bites over there. It was unbelievable. Well, he doesn't get fed <laughs> at home. <laughs> Coach Cooper, you should have seen it. I mean, it was amazing to see. It's part of their new dessert menu there at Papa John's. And they want you to buck up and help beat cancer. Use promo code BUCKUP at PapaJohns.com to save $2 on any order over 20 bucks in your locally owned Papa John's or donate a dollar to the James at Ohio State. Buck up and beat cancer. Coming up, we'll wrap things up with some chalk talk and be joined by Tim May of Letterman Row. More of Buckeye Roundtable coming up. Presented by Byers Auto on the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Hi, this is Paul Keels, voice of the Ohio State Buckeyes. The Convenience Stores of Speedway is proud to be a sponsor of Ohio State Athletics and your first choice for value and convenience. Whether you're tailgating before the game or watching at home, Speedway is always on your way and is exactly what you need to enjoy the game. Snacks, beverages, and everything in between. And nobody but Speedway has the speedy rewards card. Speedway, proud sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. We're on your way, the convenience stores of Speedway. Ohio State Athletics, in partnership with American Electric Power, Donato's, Kroger, and the Ohio State University Wexner Medical Center, strives to inspire the community to make a positive impact on children and families in the great state of Ohio through our Buckeyes Care Initiative. Show and share your support in the community by using the hashtag Buckeyes Care. Please join us in these efforts by visiting OhioStateBuckeyes.com slash Buckeyes Care. And always remember to pay it forward. Power is a great deal during Ram Power Days. But when that deal is on the all-new Ram 1500, with available features like a 12-inch touchscreen, the largest of any light-duty truck, a bed with sides that double as Ram box storage, a tailgate capable of a 60-40 split, and a legendary Hemi V8 with hybrid technology, well, not only is that a powerful deal, that's the power to innovate. The all-new Ram 1500. Hurry into Ram Power Days for great deals on the most powerful lineup with the most horsepower of any full-size truck. 
Well-qualified lessees can lease the all-new 2019 Ram 1500 Bighorn Crew Cab 4x4 with a V6 engine for $269 a month for 24 months with $3,750 due at signing. Tax title license extra. Call 1-877-RAM-5722 for lease details. Requires dealer contribution at least through Ally Financial. Extra charge for miles over $20,000. Residency restrictions apply. Take delivery from dealer stock by 930. Buckeyes, United Healthcare believes small businesses are vital to our economy and an important part of our communities. Join United Healthcare in celebrating small businesses. I'm Kurt Lewis, United Healthcare of Ohio CEO and graduate of The Ohio State University. We want to recognize your small business with Spotlight on Small Business Sweepstakes. Weekly winners receive football tickets, on-field recognition, radio promotion, and more. To enter, visit uhcbusiness.com backslash Buckeyes. United Healthcare, proud sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. For terms and conditions, visit uhcbusiness.com slash Buckeyes. Sweepstakes rules and restrictions apply. Buckeye fans, the Ohio State 4-Miler is back on Saturday, October 12th in Ohio Stadium. Join your favorite former Buckeyes, Brutus, and the Spirit Squad for your chance to finish on the 50. Registration is now live for the 4-Miler, Brutus Bolt Kids Race, and the Diamond Cellar VIP Experience at OhioState4Miler.com. A portion of the race proceeds benefit the Buckeye Cruise for Cancer. The Ohio State 4-Miler, presented by Kroger, Raising Canes, and the Ohio Beef Council. Visit OhioStateFOURMiler.com for more info, and we'll see you in the shoe we're back in ohio stadium where Myers auto is inexplicably taking on the ohio state buckeyes again i don't know who asked for this paul there's not even anyone in the stand it's a veritable ghost town out there as Myers auto vice quarterback george kaufman takes his nap it is immediately hit by no less than three defensive linemen i think i caught one of his teeth all the way up in the press box i said it before and i'll say it again it's a good thing he's good at selling cars because he's terrible at playing football Buy your auto from Buyers Auto. Visit BuyersAuto.com. Your home of the Buckeyes. The fan. This is the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Welcome back, everyone, into tonight's Buckeye Roundtable show presented by Byers Auto with Jim Lachey, Paul Keels, Coach John Cooper. I'm Skip Mossick. The Tim Hortons Bucks win, you win promotion. Let's fans win off the field whenever the Buckeyes win on the field this season. Following each football win, go to a participating Ohio Tim Hortons location and mention Bucks win, you win to receive a medium, hot, or iced coffee of any blend for just a dollar. Valid today following a victory only. No additional purchase necessary. Sales tax may apply. Tim Hortons, official coffee sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. Buckeye Roundtable, Chalk Talk. Ohio State big win over Miami on Saturday at Nebraska. Coming up this week, we're joined now by Tim May of Letterman Row for a little chalk talk. And, Tim, let's start you with this. We've seen some really good defensive line play over the years here at Ohio State. Is Chase Young playing maybe better than any we've ever seen? He's playing right up there. By the way, I'm starting to feel like Matt Damon in the green room at Jimmy Kimmel's show. <laughs> That's another story. We get you in. But, yeah. Yeah, he uh, now appreciate it. I mean, uh, Chase Young is – effectively playing about as well as anybody you've seen play defensive end for Ohio State going all the way back. And, uh, you know, he's on pace right now to set a, you know, set the season record for sacks. And, uh, you know, those two strip sacks along with Jeffrey Okuda's uh, diving our big-time interception kind of just totally flipped the script the other day. But, uh, yes, uh, Chase Young, uh, enjoy him while you got him. Yeah, with Chase Young, you look at another two and a half sacks, or, or you know, he's got twenty. Another three sacks, he'll be at twenty-three, and you know that's with Eric Kumro, Will Smith, uh, you know, and there's only five guys ahead of him. So I, I got to think, you know, I don't know if he'll get to that 
36 that Mike Vrabel had, that would take a heck of a finish here with 20 to go up yeah, to I'm six. Talking about, I'm talking about in the season, though. You oh, know, yeah, he's, he's, he's got he's, that. He's oh, so I know. Yeah. That uh, yeah, I think that's, yeah. that's very doable. I'm just saying that another one might not be totally out of reach. We'll just have to keep playing. Tim, what's your, what, go ahead. what's your take on uh, Scott Frost, what he's done, what you think he can do with the Nebraska program? I, you know, I've liked Scott Frost since they first hired him. You know, the, the the Bo Pelini thing did not work for a lot of reasons. The Bill Callahan, when they decided Frank Solich wasn't good enough for him, and uh, Steve Peterson fired uh, fired uh, Frank Solich, and then they brought in Bill Callahan, who, you know, I, I've got a guy on my podcast this week, uh, Sam McEwen, uh, he's a longtime sports writer out there, and, you know, he was talking about that, just what they've been through, trying to find that magic potion for, for a head coach. But, you know, as Coach Cooper said, bottom line is you got to get a coach in there you got to stick with him and then he's got to recruit his rear end off to bring guys to nebraska because the pipeline isn't there like it used to be especially to the east coast with especially new jersey and if they can get some of that reestablished, that could change things but uh but i i like scott frost you know he's a He's a throwback to yesteryear as far as they're concerned, but he came in with modern, as the old saying goes, uh, he came in with modern technology, you know, and uh, he's intent on scoring a as, as many points as he can in a game, just like Urban Meyer was. And if they ever get the black shirts back to uh, uh, full complement, uh, look out. I started to say, though, he better he better improve that defense a little bit. He's an offensive-minded head coach, you know, as you know. Better put some of those good offensive players on the defensive side of the ball, Tim. You can't let Illinois score 38 points against uh, – you can't you let that team score 38 points and win a lot of football games. Absolutely. I mean, that's the point. But, you know, they really put that defense on the world of hurt last week with those four turnovers. I watched almost every play of that game. And uh, uh, Illinois was in it, but not really. Because uh, the only reason it was in it is because Nebraska kept inviting them back in the back door. You know, and uh, finally in the second half especially, the, the – um, uh, the Nebraska defense played extremely well uh, and basically wouldn't let them run our pass. And so that was a big – I think that was a big moment for the team. I know it was beating Illinois, but coming from behind on the road like they did and getting the job done with almost 700 yards of offense, that speaks volumes. You know, Ohio State's had, you know, Braxton, JT, Cardale, Dwayne, now Justin Fields, and yeah, he's making it look easy sometimes out there. What Just Ohio State's streak of quarterbacks here we've had this last decade. You know, it's funny because uh, last year I thought Nebraska did a decent job on trying to befuddle uh, Dwayne Haskins Jr. in that passing attack because they knew Dwayne wasn't going to run. This is a whole different animal. And if you, you know, if you notice what JT uh, JT ripped up Nebraska a couple of years ago and how uh, you know Braxton did until he got hurt. Remember out there in yep. uh, 2011? Oh my goodness! But uh, you know, as as uh, Scott, Scott Frost alluded to a while ago, this. Justin Fields is a totally different animal. And then, guys, this could be an incredibly entertaining game uh, on Saturday night if Adrian Martinez, who I think is one of the better quarterbacks in the country, uh, gets off uh, like he did in the, in the fourth quarter, especially at Illinois. If he can figure out a way to make some plays because he can beat you with his arms or his legs, this could be a wild affair. Two pitchers just going at it. Tim May, Letterman Row, we always appreciate your time. And, again, many thanks for adjusting tonight, okay? 
Oh, anytime, fellas. I always enjoy it. You know that. And by the way, get Coach Cooper to tell you the anecdote about Pepper Rogers and uh, Bob Devaney talking uh, before one of their games. It's a good one. We'll we, we, we get that. Timmy, we appreciate your time. Absolutely. Right. Tim May of uh, Letterman Row. Again, we talked about it earlier, guys. This is always – Ohio State's always everybody's big game. Let me ask you this, Coach Cooper. The defense just continues to play well for Ohio State. When you're when you're really getting ramped up for a game like this, do you have to be worried, though, of getting too hyped up on a stage like this? No, no, no. I don't, I don't think so. You just got to keep doing – what you've been doing and the main things i've talked about these these defensive players are having fun you watch them practice they're 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 playing a lot of players they're running to the football and they're taking a lot better pursuit angles this year than they did last year and when the ball they got a better they got a better attitude in the secondary when that ball is thrown it's thrown to our defensive backs we touched on this first hour are you buying into, into the nebraska media hype have they shown you enough to buy into it? Yeah, I don't know about you know if they've shown me enough, Nebraska. You know that again, losing to Colorado, having a tough game against Illinois, knows that you know that they haven't played their best football. Two things that concern me: looking at their stats, just real quick, early two of seven on field goals. We talked about that early, and then they've had eleven turnovers, nine fumbles, two interceptions. You can't continue that path. That's got, it's got to swing for Nebraska. If they have that many turnovers, it's not a chance. It's nothing against them. They've done nothing but go out and play football. But, I mean, they, they are the media darlings and were coming into this season saying, look out for Nebraska as far as that West. They were. And even when Mike Riley was there, you could tell people <laughs> wanted to see them have success. But, again, when you have Iowa with a returning quarterback, Wisconsin with a returning rusher and Jonathan Taylor – you see why people like some of us were a little skeptical. Well, the team of up north hype. was a, the media favorite well, too. I, do. I know. Oh, so, so yeah, I mean, I lose faith in them. I guess right there. <laughs> people making the trip to Lincoln Keels. Haymarket District, right around the basketball ring. There's a chicken wing place Skip is not allowed to go to. He just assaulted <laughs> chicken wings one night on a basketball. Trip. But now we're in Omaha. Where, where's a good place hey, to go out there? We'll, we'll let yes. you know. We'll okay. let you know. All right. We'll let you know off the air as far as that stuff. Coach Cooper, thanks for coming down here. We always love seeing you. Thank you very much. We'll see you down here in a couple of weeks. Absolutely. Again, Ohio State is at Nebraska on Saturday night. 6 p.m. is when we'll be on the air with the AEP Energy Buckeye pregame show. Buckeye Roundtable, presented by Byers Auto, has been brought to you statewide by Incova Insurance, by Ram Trucks, the American Dairy Association Mideasts, Papa John's, and by Byers Auto. For our producer, Colin Berenger, and for Jim Lachey, Paul Keels, and Coach John Cooper, I'm Skip Mossick. As always, thanks for listening. This is the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield IMG College.